0: Hare Krishna! Welcome to this new series called Studying Vaishnava Songs. And in this series, um, which we are planning to host every Monday at 7.30 p.m. Singapore time, um, we will study songs of Vaishnava Acharyas, our Gaudiya Vaishnava Acharyas mostly, and sometimes maybe some other Vaishnava Acharyas like Ramanuja Acharya or um, you know, uh, Kula Shekhar. King Kula Shekhar or any, uh, mostly it will be Gaudiya Vaishnava uh, Acharya songs. And because they are so, especially our Thakur songs, Bhaktivinoda Thakur songs. Today particularly it is Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur song, which is called Vaishnava K. Means who is a Vaishnava. So in these way, um, in these songs, uh, there are so much uh, Vaishnava philosophy embedded into these songs. And it also teaches us how to be actually a humble Vaishnava, how to think like a proper Vaishnava. So, we are praying for the mercy of Srila Prabhupada and all the predecessor Acharyas of the Sampradaya, that we will be able to nicely study these songs and become uh, proper Vaishnavas in the service of Srila Prabhupada. Oh, Shalakaya Shakshurun me litam yena, tasmai shri guravena maha, shri chaitanyamano bhishtam sthapitam yena bhutale, swayam ropa kadama hymn dadati swa padantikam, shri yuta padakamalam shri gurun vaishnavamscha, shri ropam sagrajatam sahagana raguna tanvitam Sadvaitam, Savadhutam, Parijana Sahitam, Krishna Chaitanya Devam, Sri Radha, Krishna Padan, Sahagana Lalita, Sri Vishakhan Vitamstha, He Krishna Karuna Sindho, Dina Bandho, Jagatpate, Gopeshago Gopika Kanta, Radha Kanta Namostute, Tapta Kanchanago Gaurangi Radhe Vrinda वृषभानु सुते देवी प्रणामामि हरिप्रिये, प्रिये वांछा कल्पतरु भयस्च कृपासिंधु भये वच पतितानाम् पावने भयो नमः नमः ओम विष्णु पादाय श्रीकृष्ण प्रेष्ठाय भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदांतस्वामिनि तिनामिने नमस्ते सारस्वते देवे गौरवानि प्रचारिने निर्विशेषा शुन्यवादी पाश्चात्य देशतारिणे नमः ओम विष्णु पादाय श्रीमते भक्ति सिद्धांतस अरस्वती तिनामिने जय श्रीकृष्ण चैतन्या प्रभु नित्यानंदा श्री अद्वैत गदाधर श्रीवासादि गौरव भक्तव्रंदा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे हरे Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama, Hare Hare So welcome to this first episode of studying Vaishnava songs. So in these series uh, it's not so much about learning the tune of the song, although I will try to you know, uh, cover the tune as well. But we're not going to have musical instruments. I'm I'm thinking another way to present myself on the screen here so that I can have enough space for a mridanga and Maybe just for the tune. I actually have a Mridanga here, but I don't think I have the space to, you know, on the table. It will cover the whole <laughs> camera and my face. So, um, today bear with me. But in the future, I will try to see if I can have another kind of presentation where I'll have enough space and uh, show you everything. Alright, so today's song is Vaishnava uh, Vaishnava K by Srila Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur I know the text size is a little bit small so uh, I actually wanted to do something like this and then fit the you know translation within this thing and then big enough Um, well we just will adjust with this today so this Vaishnava K means basically who is a Vaishnava so this uh, song name, another unofficial name of the song. This is the official name, Vaishnava came The unofficial name of the song is uh, Dushtaman. Dushtaman means, Oh wicked mind. So it's basically chastising our own mind um, to become and taming it to become a proper Vaishnava. So generally, we think, um, I mean, many devotees, yeah. Bhakti ajanya is saying if you sit on the floor you can use it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe laying myself on the floor. I mean, not not lying down. <laughs> I mean, sitting on the floor and then put the camera a little bit distance away. Um, yeah, next next uh, session I will think about it. And uh, yeah, so usually Vaishnava, who is a Vaishnava? is usually understood, okay, you know, we are chanting 16 rounds, we are following 4 principles. So I'm Vaishnava. And I am wearing tilak, and you know, I am initiated, so I am Vaishnava. So, who is actually Vaishnava? So, that is what um, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur is asking us to become a real Vaishnava. Not simply having the external insignia or the symbols of a Vaishnava, but by character. And what is the, and actually, well, let me show you this verse of uh, Chaitanya Saritamritam. Sādhur Bhūshan. What is the thing that will define a Vaishnava? Of course, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, He is a Vaishnava whom when you see, you will immediately remember Krishna. If you put on a tilak also, people will see, hey, that is, hey, these are Hare Krishna people. So, they, they are remembering Krishna. That is um, definition of Vaishnava also. But another place he said, Asatsanga a e Vaishnava char. Sri Sanghi Krishna Abhakta R. So he defined Vaishnava according to Vaishnava Achar. Uh, let me go to that verse first. Sri huh? Sanghi yeah. No, not this. 22.87. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is describing or defining a Vaishnava as Asatsanga Tyag A Vaishnava Achar. Sri Sangi, Ek Asadhu, Krishna Bhakta are not Krishna Bhakta, Krishna Abhakta. That means Krishna Abhakta. Not devotee. So what is that? A Vaishnava should always avoid the association of ordinary people. Common people are very much materially attached, especially to women. Vaishnava should also avoid the company of those who are not devotees of Lord Krishna. So by definition, by when he was asked what is the definition of Vaishnava, he just said this. That means the Vaishnava is defined by his character and Asat Sangha, what is Asat Sangha? means ordinary people, association of ordinary people. It's not just um, mingling with them or seeing them, but also consuming their content on the internet or um, in any way or form, any way, shape or form, if we associate with something which is not Krishna conscious, that is Asat Sangha. So now, <clears throat> so achar is the most important thing in Vaishnava behavior, and if we go to this, uh, Sadhur Bhushan, here in the Chaitanya Charitamrita Antyalila, chapter four, texts 129 and 130, it is said, "Yadya tumi how." Jagat Pavan, Tomas Parshe Pavitra Hoy, Tathapi Bhakta Swabhav, Mariyada Rakshana, Mariyada Palan Hoy Sadhur Bhushan.
1: Hmm.
0: My dear Sanatan, although you are the deliverer of the entire universe and although even the demigods and great saints are purified by touching you, it is a characteristic of a devotee to observe and protect the Vaishnava etiquette. Maintenance of the Vaishnava etiquette is the ornament of a devotee. This is Sadhur Bhushan. Another place also, the Sadhur Bhushan is explained um, in Srimad Bhagavatam, Kanto 3, Chapter 25, Text 21. Titikshavah Runika Suhridah Sarvadehinam Ajata Shatravah Shantah Sadhavah Sadhubhushanah there also it is said, Sadhur Bhushan. Here also sadhu Bhushana. What is that? The symptoms or the ornaments of a Sadhu are that he is tolerant, merciful and friendly to all living entities. He has no enemies. He is peaceful. He abides by the scriptures and all his characteristics are sublime. So these are the characteristics. So Vaishnava is defined by characteristics, not just by external symbols. It does not mean that we should not dress houses properly or put on tilak or kanti mala and all that. That is all also necessary, but it should not remain only at that level. We should always constantly improve our thinking, our our behavior. So, let's go to the song, Vaishnava K. Who is Vaishnava? By Srila Bhaktasiddhan Saraswati Thakur. There is a nice uh, link I will share with you, the tune for the song. You can learn from there, but in this song, only the first five stanzas are chanted. All right, um, I have just shared it on the live stream comment section. So that is the YouTube uh, link for the song. Only the first five song, uh, first five stanzas of the song are sung, but actually the song has 19 stanzas, so it's quite a long song. <clears throat> but you will, you can learn the tune from that. So we'll just try to sing without any instruments at this point. Dushtama Tumiki Se Vaishnava Dushtama Tumiki Se Vaishnama Pratishtartare. NIRJA NIRGHARE, PRATISTHAR TARE, NIRJA NIRGHARE, TAVA HARINAM KE VALKAITA, TAVA HARINAM KE Tumi kiser vaishnav so <clears throat> Dushtaman. Dushtaman means oh wicked mind Tumi kiser vaishnav what kind of a vaishnav are you why do you think you are such a big vaishnav and big devotee and why why do you think that you know you are a, you know great uh, mahatma so chastising the mind This is chastising the mind. Because Dushtaman, our mind, in the Bhagavad Gita it is said in the 6th chapter, 5th verse, we have One must deliver himself with the help of his mind and not degrade himself. The mind is the friend of the conditioned soul and his enemy as well. You see? So mind can be either either way, either friend or enemy. But how to make it our friend? Now it's behaving like our, our enemy. Now here it is said, Bandhur Atmanastasya Anatmanastu Shatrutve Vartetatmai for him for him who has conquered the mind the mind is the best of friends but for one who has failed to do so his mind will remain the greatest enemy so conquering the mind and failing to conquer the mind or being conquered by the mind so these two situations are there so the one who is conquered by the mind he is godas he is a materialistic person the the one who has conquered the mind he is the Goswami or the devotee only a devotee can actually conquer the senses there is no other way you can conquer the senses so now as long as we treat our mind as our friend the mind will act like our enemy the moment we identify the mind as our enemy and instead of Confiding with the mind, we chastise the mind. If we can do that, then it will slowly come under control and will become our friend. And will help us remember Krishna all the time. But now, we are not doing that. We are just listening to the mind and taking and going wherever the mind is taking us. We are not taking the mind uh, to Krishna. The mind is taking us to so many nonsense. So, and even when we come to devotional service, so already uh, when we are a (coughs) non-devotee, sorry, so when we are a non-devotee, our mind is completely, you know, controlling us. But even when we are, we have taken up devotional service, until we come to the platform of nishtha, we are completely under the control of the mind. We need to constantly battle it, hmm. so that battle to win over that battle. Srila Bhaktivedanta Anshuaswati Thakur is helping us with this song. It is not to uh, what is that um, ridicule us or to you know uh, make us feel bad. That is not the reason to make this uh, to write this song. In fact, we will only feel bad if we identify ourselves with the mind. If we identify the mind as our friend and our most trusted friend it has been our most uh, like uh, you know like a shakuni in Mahabharata. the shakuni is there he acted like the perfect friend of duryodhan always advising him you know but the result of such advice happened to be complete disaster so that is the way mind is working it is behaving like our friend but the results that it brings for us is complete uh, completely opposite In fact, it it puts us in suffering. If you don't believe, then the very fact we are here in this material world is because we have thought of something when we died in our last life. Based on our thought, based on where our mind was, we got this particular body. So according to our final, this is explained in the Bhagavad Gita, you all know by now. Chapter 8, text 6. YAM VAPISMARAN BHAVAM KALEVARAM TAM SADHATAT BHAVA Whatever state of being one remembers when he quits his body, O son of Kunti, that state he will attain without fail. So whatever we have been thinking, we have become that in the next life. So in that way, our, our consciousness is slowly um, taken from one body to another because of this mind. That is okay. That is the transmigration. Now, in this life itself, how much our mind is troubling us? It does not stay, uh, let us live in peace. It seems to, uh, you know, advise us and you know very confidentially. In Mahabharat, such a personality was Shakuni, and in Ramayana, such a personality was the Manthara, who was the advisor of this Kaikeyi. Um, so these two personalities are how the mind is actually behaving with us. Of course, they are, you know, parts of um, Ram and Krishna Leela. But, the advice is like that, behaving like a friend, but the result is like if an enemy attacks us and destroys our life, then we we can identify as enemy. But staying as a friend, behaving like an enemy, that is very hard to notice. So Saraswati Thakur is um, helping us identify that and deal with the mind and put it in its proper place. So it is our enemy first. That is first thing to be understood. So, Dushtaman, you are not my friend, you are my enemy. You rascal mind, you cruel mind. Tumi kiser Vaishnav. So, now here, Tumi kiser Vaishnav. What kind of Vaishnav are you? So, now, now, okay, we have understood we have suffered because of our mind in this material world, but now we are taking up devotional service. Now, in the beginning of such practice, we still are having flavor. Um, of the influence of the mind, like what we used to have in the material world. I mean, even now we have, right? So, even now, in the third class platform, especially, Kanishtha platform, Kanishtha dhikari, we, our mind is troubling us. It's a constant battle with our mind to become a devotee. We we know we have to wake up for Mangal arati, but the mind doesn't allow. does not sleep early, does not allow us to wake up early, even when we wake up, uh, you are too tired today. Makes us sleep, or oh, today you know you know Krishna will understand you know I I'm too hungry so I can eat something other than prasadam, or you know anything there are so many ways the mind will cheat us in the name of so-called Vaishnavs, and even when we are becoming a little more advanced, we want the prestige, we want the junior devotees to you know treat us like I'm a big-time Vaishnav. That especially is being chastised here, that kind of mentality. Because, um, what is that verse? Bhaktilata Bij. Guru Krishna Prasadapai Bhaktilata Bij. E kono So, for a fortunate soul, he receives the seed of devotional service with the mercy of Guru and Krishna. Now, after having received that seed, he has to water the seed, so that it will grow into a luxurious plant and tree and bear fruit and one can taste the nice fruit of love of Godhead. That is the whole uh, aim. But what is the watering? Watering is the Shravan Kirtan process. This is all explained by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, 19th chapter of the Madhya Leela. So we have to water the uh, seed of devotional service. And when we are watering, there are weeds which also grow. And if we don't tame the mind... The mind will treat the seed and the weed in the, in, in the same way. And then eventually what happens is the weed will overtake the seed and this devotional creeper is gone and the weeds will grow and then we are completely finished. Our devotion will be completely stalled. So, Dushtaman Tumi Kiser Vaishnav Pratishthar Thare Nirjanir Tava Harinam Keval Kaitav. You are desiring, um, what is that? Okay, let's read the translation. You see here. Oh, wicked mind, what kind of Vaishnav do you think you are? I, don't, I know it's a little bit small there. The text, please bear with me for this session. Uh, I can do this for you. Your pretentious show of chanting Lord Hari's holy name in a solitary place is only for the sake of attaining the false prestige of a worldly reputation. It is nothing but pure hypocrisy hmm so if we don't watch our mind uh, then the mind will cheat us even in the platform of devotional service it will slowly drag us out of it you know presenting us something which is looks similar to the devotional service but then slowly uh, without even our noticing making us into a materialistic person Um, i think we have read that right in the Chaitanya Saritamrita. Uh, when we don't take care of our spiritual life, then the devotional service will turn into materialistic activity.
1: Hmm.
0: <coughs> I wanted to actually show something which I kind of forgot. So anyway. Pratishtharata <speaking in> nirjanir harinam keval <language> kaitav. You are chanting, you are so-called chanting, alone chanting, you know, uh, you know, making a big show. That is kaitav. Uh, Cheating. You are just after some false prestige. Oh, you want people to tell you are a great devotee. Mm-hmm. See? Now, although we have read so many times, Trinata Pisuni suni Tarora pisa Be more humbler than the grass and more tolerant than the tree. Every day we chant the Sikshashtaka in the morning. I hope you also chant every day. We should chant. And when we chant Sikshashtaka, what is that for? To remind ourselves. So suni Chena means we have to become humbler than the grass. And then we can kirtaniya sadahari amanina manadena. Amanina Manadena. Not expecting any respect, but giving all respect to others. So the moment we expect respect from others, that is the end of our humility. And then what happens? Kirtaniya Sadahari cannot take place. And our devotional service will be stalled. So, Pratishtharatare, There are Pratishtha. Now, Pratishtha means importance, mundane importance. Now, in the Chaitanya Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he advises us here. In the 19th chapter of the Madhilila, he is teaching to Sanatana Goswami. I think here. Ah. These are some of the weeds. Nishiddhachar Kutinati Jiva Himsana Labha Puja Pratishtha Adi. Adi means etc. Jata upashakha Gana Some unnecessary creepers growing with the Bhakti creeper are the creepers of behavior unacceptable for those trying to attain perfection, diplomatic behaviour, animal killing, mundane profiteering, mundane adoration and mundane importance, all these are unwanted creepers. And if you take a little this take this a little further, Jiva Here it is, uh, you know, Jiva Himsana means, it is said unnecessarily killing animals or the soul. Um, Here in the translation is only said animal killing. But Jiva Himsana definition goes way beyond that, in fact. So that is explained in the, um, I think, Adi 12th chapter, verse 135, or no, 35 maybe. Or was it Madhyalila? Let me see. No. So uh, Madhyalila, chapter twelve, text hundred and thirty-five. Here you will see, what is Jiva Himsana? Yes. This is actually the chapter where the Gundicha margin, the cleansing of the Gundicha Temple, is explained, and very nice purpose of every action of uh, cleaning the temple is uh, the definition of cleaning the temple is described. In fact, when time permits, I want to do a particular series on the Gundicha Marjan Lila itself because that is very important. And in that, you see here, outside the gateway of the temple, all the roads were also cleansed and no one could tell exactly how this was done. So, cleaning the temple means to clean the heart. So, sweeping the temple floor means to clean, sweep our heart of all the dust of all these. Uh, dirty things the dirty things in the heart so in commenting on the cleansing of the Gundicha temple Srila Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur says that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as the world leader was personally giving instructions on how one should receive Lord Krishna the Supreme Personality of Godhead within one's cleansed and pacified pacified heart if one wants to see Krishna seated in his heart he must first cleanse the heart as prescribed by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in his Sikshashtaka hmm. so now he, this is a very, very, very valuable purport. You go and read it for yourself. I am going to just touch on this pa- point of Jeeva-himsa. Jeeva-himsa. Sandugopal Prabhu actually um, very nicely pointed out to this in his um, recent uh, lectures. See, Jeeva-himsa means envy of other living beings, living entities. Now, what is that? The word jiva himsa here, the word himsa, envy of other living entities, actually means stopping the preaching of Krishna consciousness. So, that is a very, very, very important point to note. Stopping preaching means, that is, that kind of devotional service when we don't preach Krishna consciousness, that is, kaitav, cheating. This Nirjanir Ghare means, uh, alone chanting. Now, you may say, no Prabhu, I am not uh, chanting alone. I am chanting with devotees or... I am, um, you know, chanting with my family. I am not alone, really. You know, I am not doing the nirjan bhajan, you know, where these so-called babas, they go and hide themselves somewhere in some bhajan kutir and then they have all, um, you know, perverted thoughts. No, I am not like that, you know. I am not chanting alone, Prabhu. Now, what is this alone means? Of course, that is one, physically. But, me- I mean, even uh, our, um, in our mind, now, let me just go to this and come back in shrimad bhagavatam pralak maharaj i have shown this verse many times but you see this is what alone means praeṇa devamunaya svavimukti kama maunam charanti vijanena pararthanishthah naitaan vihaya kripanan vimuksha eko Nanyam Tvadasyasharanam Brahmatonupashe Prahlad Maharaj is saying, My dear Lord Narasimha Dev, I see that there are many saintly persons indeed, but they are interested only in their own deliverance. Not caring for the big cities and towns, they, they go to the Himalayas or the forest to meditate with vows of silence Maunavrata. They are not interested in delivering others. As for me, however, I do not wish to be liberated alone, leaving aside all these poor fools and rascals. I know that without Krishna Consciousness, without taking shelter of your lotus feet, one cannot be happy. Therefore, I wish to bring them back to shelter at your lotus feet. This is uh, proper Vaishnava thinking. That he cannot see them suffering. It brings him so much pain. Paradukha Dukhi. That is the symptom of a uh, Vaishnava. Sanatan Goswami is described like that. Paradukha Dukhi. Uh, that he is... Uh, unhappy when he sees others unhappy. Not that Parasukha Dukhi and Paradukha Sukhi. When others are unhappy, I am happy. When others are happy, I am unhappy. That is not Vaishnava. That means I am envious. Vaishnava means Nirmatsaranam. Who is not envious. And that is what is the meaning of non-enviousness? Uh, that means to preach Krishna consciousness. If we don't preach that means we are envious inherently see when we say yes to one thing we're automatically saying no to another thing and when we say no to one thing we're automatically saying yes to another thing in other words if I'm saying um, I'm preaching or if I sorry if I'm if I don't preach automatically it means something else that I am committing violence because I know the answer i should try to help the person who doesn't know the answer and if i don't so in in other words i'm saying let him suffer so i am allowing for his suffering that means i don't mind him suffering that is jiva himsana if i want to chant alone and become devotee alone and not preach this is what uh, this is what it means so Tare. <coughs> Only for some, uh, you know, some fame. I want to, you know, uh, do alone. You know, to be known as a very secluded Vaishnava. No, what is the point? This, mm. yes. this is all cheating. So that is what the first verse is. Then second verse. Jadera pratishtha, Shukare vishta, Jadera pratishtha. Shukarer Vishtha Janana Gitaha Mayar Vaibhav Janana Mayar Vaibhav Kanaka Kamini Divasayamini कनक का का मैंने दिवस या मैंने भावीया के काज से सब काज अनित्या से सब दुष्टमा So, Jadair Pratishtha, Shukarair Vishta, Jananaki Taha Mayar Vaibhav Such materialistic prestige is as disgusting as the stool of a hog. Jadair Pratishtha. Jada means material. Jadair Pratishtha means material fame. Just trying to get some worldly importance. <coughs> it is Shukarair Vishta. <coughs> now, Shukar means pig. And pig's food by nature is stool. Stool, uh, pig eats stool also. So, and the stool is processed in the body and then stool is produced of the hog. Now, hog is already eating stool and then it passes another stool. So, the remnants of the remnants of stool. So, that kind of, it is as disgusting as that. This, uh, you know, desire for mundane uh, prestige. Such materialistic prestige is as disgusting as the stool of a hog. In other words, as devotee, we should never um, want prestige. Like the other day, I was saying, there was this one devotee, uh, so-called devotee, who was um, writing to me um, some private message. Why are you not, uh, you know, um, glorifying my family, me and my family, in my devotional service? because he his children are you know are doing some bhajan or something like that and then they're putting some videos on the youtube or somewhere and um, he was sharing all that i do not have time to respond to his messages and he always pesters me to you know appreciate him and his family like that so and then i deliberately did not um, give appreciation not because it's it's not nice, or, uh, you know, something like that. Yeah, they can do their their bhajans nicely, but the point is that demanding such uh, prestige, not only like you know, uh, secretly wanting it, like secretly wanting adoration, like people to give us glorification. Prabhu, you sang very nicely, Prabhu, or very nice class, Prabhu. Of course, people may you know offer such praise and if they genuinely they may offer but as a Vaishnava I mean at least an aspiring Vaishnava we should not uh, look for such praise in fact we should treat that as a great danger and we should offer others praise it is not that oh it is danger for that person so I better not praise him that is also wrong (laughs) so a Vaishnava always appreciates another Vaishnava that should be the uh, behavior at the same time, when others praise, for some whatever reason it is, it should not get to our head. We should, in fact, I mean, I mean, in ordinary course, we may thank them and you know uh, give all uh, credit to our spiritual master and Krishna. But at the same time, in our own mind, we should completely chastise the mind not to accept such praise.
1: Mm.
0: So that we should be very careful in these dealings. Uh, In uh, material world, give respect and take respect. That is the usual moral principle. But ours is, give all respect, but don't take respect. Or, I mean, take, I mean, in the way that, okay, ordinarily you will say thank you or you know, all glories to Prabhupada and Vaishnavas. You give the credit to the Vaishnavas because without the association of Vaishnavas, what can we do? What service can we do?
1: Hmm.
0: And we should always uh, see that, oh, this person is so nicely appreciating. If... If only I can also appreciate Vaishnava's service like this person is appreciating. Although I have no good quality, she is appreciating or he is appreciating or this. So that is what we have to think. Oh, I have to do the same thing to others. Now, just like there is a nice um, verse in the Bhagavatam. Here, canto 3. You see this, Vaishnava thinking or Vaikuntha thinking. This is actually a description of Vaikuntha planets. There, everybody is a devotee. Even the plants are devotees, even the flowers are devotees, the birds are devotees, everybody is devotees. So, here there is a nice verse. <speaking in foreign language> When the king of bees hums in a high pitch singing the glories of the Lord, there is a temporary lull in the noise of the pigeon, the cuckoo, the crane, the chakravaka, the swan, the parrot, the partridge, and the peacock. Such transcendental birds stop their own singing simply to hear the glories of the Lord. Now you see, the bee, what kind of a sound the bee does? Ding, like a drone, you know, drone sound. Yeah. If a bee comes or a mosquito comes near your, you know, your ear, uh, geez, you know, what kind of sound is this? You know, we think like that, right? Now, in the spiritual world, of course, here the mosquito is anywhere; it's a noise. But in the spiritual world, it is not just, you know, a noise. He is glorifying the Lord. So now, if you see the cuckoo, the crane, the chakravaka swan, they are much more beautiful than the uh, bee. They look much more beautiful than the bumblebee, which looks like a black, you know, some lump. So, and the cuckoo can sing much better than a bee. I mean, the the voice wise. Um, Talking about the voice, the cuckoo has a much better voice. Um, So the birds, you know, they chirp, they sing. But now, all these beautiful birds are stopping. There is a temporary lull in the noise of the pigeon, the cuckoo, the crane, the chakravaka, the swan, the parrot, the partridge and the peacock. Because why? They are thinking, oh, this bumblebee has come from the garland that is garlanding the Lord. Oh, he he is so close to the Lord. He must know some very confidential information about the Lord. Let us hear from him. He is such a glorious, he is so glorious that he can be so close to the Lord. The birds are thinking like that. And they are stopping their own singing. They are not saying that, A, B, okay, okay, let's sing louder. Let's see, you know, you know who, is, who is a better singer. Uh, my voice is better. Uh, Cuckoo did not say that. Uh, in fact, <laughs> he, he he stopped his singing. He said, "Let us hear the bee." So that is Vaishnava uh, Va- Vaishnava consciousness. In Vaikuntha, everybody has this consciousness. No envy at all. If somebody is better in this material world, the other person will drag him down. But in the spiritual world, if somebody is better, oh, how fortunate He, is. he can serve so nicely. Uh, let me also, you know, if I can pray for his mercy, then maybe I can also, you know, at least do one tenth of what he's doing. That's how we should think. If only I can also have such dedication in Krishna's service, such focus, such concentration, whatever it is. So, we have to appreciate other Vaishnavas. and But at the same time, we should be very careful when handling praise from others. Because eventually, people may praise. You know, That is the nature of Vaishnavas. When you come in the association of Vaishnavas, Vaishnavas always will praise. But um, we should be careful in handling that. Okay, Next verse also. Mandara kunda kurabotpala champakarna Punnaga Bakulam Buja Parijata Gandher chitetula sikabharnena tasya Yasmeams tapah sumanaso bahumana yanti Although flowering plants like the mandara, kunda, kurabaka, utpala, champaka, arna, punnaga, naga kesara, bakula, lily and the parijat are full of transcendental fragrance they are still conscious of the austerities performed by tulasi. For tulasi is given special preference by the Lord, who garlands himself with tulasi leaves. Now, all these flowers have beautiful, I mean, very nice fragrance. But they did not say, Hey, tulasi, we, we have more fragrance than you. No. They, are, they know that tulasi's austerities are un, incomparable. That's why she is so dear, that even though we are so fragrant, the Lord desires the leaves of the tulasi on His legs how much fortunate, fortunate she is. If only we can also have such uh, dedication for Krishna's service. So that's how Vaishnava thinking should be. Hmm. So, jader pratiṣṭha if we want always importance, if we think we are better than others, I am better devotee than him. That means what is the, what is happening here? This is what is happening. Srimad Bhagavatam. Pratishtha. When we desire Pratishta, this is what is happening there. We are quickly falling down to the base modes. Okay. I will just go into this particular um, description of this verse. Now you see... Material desire, great endeavour, audacity, dissatisfaction even in gain, false pride, praying for material advancement, considering oneself different and better than others, sense gratification, rash eagerness to fight, a fondness for hearing oneself praised. To have a fondness for hearing oneself praised is already bad. To demand, Hey, why are you not praising me? That is even worse. So this particular person he did that with me i mean i mean few days ago it was um, i just did not respond you know what to do you know <clears throat> so demanding so even having a fondness and secretly you know hoping that somebody will praise me that is already bad but openly demand that is even worse you see then next the tendency to ridicule others Advertising one's own prowess and justifying one's action by one's strength are qualities of the mode of passion. These are passion. And what happens when we do devotional service in the mode of passion? What are the symptoms? How to identify? You see here, 329. Oh, sorry. 8. Hmm. Bhinna Mayi Devotional service executed by a person who is envious, proud, violent and angry and who is a separatist is considered to be in the mode of darkness. Separatist means one who has an interest separate from simply executing the order of the spiritual master. If he has some other interest um, uh, the means, other interest means what? Bhayam <laughs> dvitya bhini vesha Dvitya means, uh, what is that? Krishna uh, bahirmuka bhogavan chakore. Nikatastha Mayatar japati adhare. Prem of Jagadananda Pandit. He said, Krishna bahirmuka bhogavan kare. Outside of Krishna, what is the secondary consciousness? Sense gratification. So, separatist means he has sense gratificatory desires in the name of devotional service. So, what is that? that devotional service is in the mode of darkness or ignorance. So, devotional service, although transcendental to the modes, if it is performed by a person who is still in the modes, then it is covered and devotional service, although it is performed, it is performed under these modes. So, this is devotional service in the mode of ignorance. Now, this one... His devotional service in the mode of passion. The worship of the deities in the temple by a separatist. So he is worshipping the deities till he is considered separatist. Why? Because with a motive for material enjoyment, fame and opulence is devotion in the mode of passion. He may worship the deity. He may do everything. like His behavior externally may look like a Vaishnava. But still, he is not classified as a very high class Vaishnava. This is called devotional service in the mode of passion. So, these have to be uh, curbed. These tendencies. And we have to rise to at least goodness. And then rise from there to pure goodness. So, even goodness also it is called Prithak Bhava. Separatist. You see. Even goodness is considered separatist because that is also not pure. Why? When a, when a devotee worships the supreme personality of Godhead and offers the results of his activities in order to free himself from the inebrieties of fruitive activities, his devotion is in the mode of goodness. Now, this person in the mode of goodness, he performs devotional service to get free of sinful reactions. Still he has a motive. His motive is not Anya Abhilashita Shunyam Anya Abhilash means any desire other than Anukulyana Krishnanu Silanam that means favorably favorably serving Krishna any other desire than that is a separatist mentality. Anya Abhilash Only Abhilash should be to serve Krishna life after life. That should be the um, uh, goal of the devotee. But if he has anything, even if he wants to you know, come out of sinful reactions, that is better than being in the mode of passion and ignorance, but it's not pure yet. What is pure devotional service? That is this. Madguna guna shruti matrena mayasarva guhashaye mano gatiran avichinna yathagangam bhasombudhau lakshanam bhakti yogasya nirgunasya hyuha udhaharitam vya ya bhakti hi purushottame. The manifestation of unadulterated devotional service. This is called unalloyed or unadulterated devotional service. Adultery means mixing it with some other thing than devotion. Pure devotion means, and when we say pure devotee, he is on this platform. What is that? The manifestation of unadulterated devotional service is exhibited when one's mind is at once attracted to hearing the transcendental name and qualities of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is residing in everyone's heart. Just as the water of the Ganges flows naturally down towards the ocean, such devotional ecstasy, uninterrupted by any material condition, flows towards the Supreme Lord. So the water of the Ganga river flows down without any hindrance. Even if there are rocks and stones, it will just go around that and continue to go in, into the ocean uh, so even even there may be any big obstacles in devotional life we have to always you know uh, meander our way and then go straight to the ocean we should be focused the, the gangas the river of the ganga will go to the ocean no matter what obstacle you may put even sometimes dams are constructed
1: hmm.
0: now even that he will overgrow the dam they have to the dam also they have to release If they don't release, the Ganga will find its way to overflood the whole area and go back to the sea. The Ganga, you cannot stop Ganga from going to the sea. Hmm. So, similarly, that is called unadulterated devotional service. If we have any adultery with any of the three modes, goodness, passion and ignorance, that will temporarily stop the flow of Krishna consciousness and it will stall. So that is, this is something very important we should note. Okay, so jader pratishta, sukarer vishtha, it is the stool, like a stool of a hog. Even when we do some good devotional service, we should always think that I am doing this for my own purification. You know that is also stated by Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami. Huh? Yeah? Um, where did you say this? No, not this. Ah. Eshab Prasade Likhi Chaitanya Leelagun Gun Jani Jani Apan Shodhan. It is by the mercy of all these Vaishnavas and Gurus that I attempt to write about the pastimes and qualities of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Whether I know it or not, whether I, whether I know it or know not. It is for self-purification that I write this book. Now, uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami is not saying, "I am the huge scholar about Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu." If anybody wants to know anything about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they have to learn through me. He did not say like this, and that's why I am writing this book to, you know, uh, establish my authority on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This is complete rubbish phil- uh, mentality. Here, he is saying, "I am writing this Chaitanya Charitamrita." by the mercy of the Vaishnavas and gurus, his gurus as the six Goswamis, then he said, whether I know it or not, it is only for self-purification that I write this book, not for anything else. Uh, So that I may become purified Hmm. by writing this book, by doing this devotional service. That's how we should think. Ah, Okay. Now, Jhani Nakitaha Mayar Vaibhav. Such materialistic prestige is as disgusting as the stool of a hog. Do you not know that it is only a mere illusion cast by the potency of Maya? Huh? What is the value of contemplating day and night your plans for enjoying wealth and women? All these things are only temporary. See? Now, material prestige is one thing, then we have to understand that this is Maya Vaibhav, this is the, the spell of the Maya. Maya is casting a spell on us and we should not fall for it. So, we should notice that. And then next, Kanaka Kamini Dibhasha Yamini Bhaviya Ki Anitya Seshab. So, um, in devotional service also, it is not that. Ah, let me come to devotional service because I heard, uh, you know, there are very nice uh, matajis there. I mean, very nice girls there. Mm? I can get one life partner there. That is not the reason one should come to devotional service. Of course, in the course of devotional service, if one's, you know, eventually finds, that's another thing. But that should not be the reason. And then, you know, secretly, you know, make a just going after what is that, uh, woman, in the name of Vishnu. Uh, like I like I told the other day. Like uh, when I go to Vrindavan, Mahapur, sometimes I see this. You know, sometimes they sing nice kirtan, and then or they play the Mridanga and they look at the the Russian devotees or the the European or American devotee Matajis and they try to you know, um, you know, you know what? So they they want to. I mean, I mean, why why do devotional service like this? Krishna does not accept such kind of devotional service. We have to be sincere. Hmm. Of course, in the course of one should be primarily interested in Krishna, and then, of course, if he wants a life partner, that's another thing. But that should not be the motive that how to get uh, you know uh, association of all women. That is, that is not devotional service. What is the value of contemplating day and night, your plans for enjoying wealth and women? All these things are only temporary. Hmm. Next. Tomara Kanaka, Bogera Janaka Tomara Kanaka, Bogera Janaka Kana cared varre, save a hamadha Kana cared kaamine rakama naheta vadama kaamine rakama naheta vadama tahara maleka keval yaad tahara maleka dushtama Tumi Kese Vaishnava So when you claim wealth as your own it creates in you ever increasing desires for material enjoyment. Your riches should be used for serving Madhava, the Lord of all wealth. So our wealth is if it if we claim the wealth as our own quite i mean self explanatory because once we think this is my wealth i will always have plans to use up all that wealth in executing my plans and therefore i will never have enough money to give to krishna but if i think that this is actually krishna's money i should not be using it only for my maintenance all right after that everything belongs to krishna for brahmachari he has to use everything in Krishna service. Whatever he begs, he, he has to use everything in Krishna service. And he is he stays in the monastery, in the in the temple ashram. Now, a householder is allowed to keep some for his family, but that should be again as a secondary. First thing he has to give it, it the standard is 50% of one's income. One should contribute to Krishna consciousness, propagation of Krishna consciousness. The rest 50% one has to uh, manage his household expenditure and for personal emergencies so this is how Rupa Goswami and Sanatan Goswami taught us how to divide our wealth so um, your riches should be used for serving Madhava the lord of wealth neither is it your proper p- ah, Okay, now um, okay. let's look at this verse from Srimad bhagavatam it is said that 8, twenty-two nine. Kim Ātmanāne na jahāti yontataha Kim rikthāhāraihi svajanākhya dasyubhihi Kim jāyaya samsṛti hai tubhūtaya Martyasya ge hai ki vyayaha What is the use of the material body which automatically leaves its owner at the end of life? And what is the use of all one's family members who are actually plunderers taking away money that is useful for the service of Lord and spiritual opulence what is the use of a wife she is only the source of increasing material conditions and what is the use of family home country and community attachment for them merely wastes the valuable energy of one's lifetime now um, family life is not we are not saying that one should not have a family Uh, for one who is not married and he is a boy male man uh, yes he should seriously think about remaining as a brahma first of all whether you remain as <laughs> celibate or not, you have to first go through tra- brahmachari training. It's not a uh, option. It is actually by by rule. It is a must for every boy to go through brahmachari training. After that, if he is strong enough, then yes, he can you know maintain like that whole life. But then, if he feels that he needs to you know have a wife, all right, it is fine. But then, all the focus should be Krishna. Hmm. Krishna's service. So, if we just get interested only in family and then forget the whole thing, if our family life drags us away from Krishna consciousness, that is not good. Hmm. So, um, so, here it is said, what is the use of one's family members who are actually plunderers, taking away money that is useful for the service of the Lord in spiritual opulence? So, the family members will, will have many demands. See? And um, to fulfill those demands, I mean, for maintenance, that is alright, but then there will be other things. If we just service all those things, then we will not have enough money to serve Krishna. So we have to, you know, like it is said like this in the Srimad Bhagavatam, Kanto 7, chapter 14, text 6. You see here. GYATAYAH PITA RAUPUTRA BHRATARAH SUHRUDO PARE YADVADANTI YA DICHCHANTI CHAANUMO An intelligent man in human society should make his own program of activities very simple. If there are suggestions from uh, friends, if there are suggestions from his friends, children, parents, brothers or anyone else, he should externally agree, saying, yes, that is all right. But internally, he should be determined not to create a cumbersome life in which the purpose of life will not be fulfilled. Hmm. Of course, you know Gauragishwada Das Babaji's instructions. If you have attended the series on his life, he is so strict. Even between husband and wife, how strict they have to be. Um, of course, Srila um, Prabhupada did not make those rules as mandatory. Why? Not that they are not necessary. But the thing is, if we sufficiently advance in Krishna consciousness, we will be able to appreciate such instructions. And, even if we are not there, we can aim to get to that state. It is not that, oh, I cannot do that, that means I am fallen, I'm, let me just leave Krishna consciousness because, anyway, I cannot do anything. No, 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 that's not, the <laughs> it's not an all or nothing uh, kind of scenario. Uh, all means that is a pure devotee. If he can do everything, yes, he is a pure devotee. If he cannot do anything, then he is an atheist. Now, we are Somewhere in the middle ground. We are advancing. Now we, are not be, we may not be able to fully follow everything, right? So, Shali Prabhupada did not, um, in in order to save us from the act of disobeying, disobeying his instructions, he gave instructions which we can follow. Because if he gives instructions which we cannot follow, <coughs> then it constitutes disobedience. So, that is even greater offense. So, he very carefully gave us those instructions which we can follow. And if even that also we disobey, then what? Then wh- where is our good fortune? Uh, it is not that, oh Prabhupada is very merciful. Even if I do any nonsense also, I will go back to Godhead. I just have to chant 16 down, follow four principles and then you know, go to movies and you know, he never said, you know, in the initiations, you know, there's no such thing as, you know, you cannot go to movies or, you know, you cannot. No, it's not like that. These, if we are really doing ch- chanting 16 down, following four principles means And doing Mangalarti, eating Prasadam, attending the classes and all these things means we have to get to that stage of uh, purifying our character, getting not interested in anything else other than Krishna consciousness and Krishna service. So that is the symptom of a person who is actually taking the order of Guru seriously.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So then he is saying, Kaminira Kama, nahe tavadhama tahar malik keval yadav so he's saying uh, nor is it your proper place to indulge in lust for women whose only true proprietor is lord yadava so if so prabhupad said because one devotee he asked shila Prabhupada, how you know you said you know like shankaracharya has composed that verse you know nari stana desham drishtva Maga moha vesham Etam, etan varam varam. He said, uh, when you look at a woman with all the attributes of beauty, of heavy breasts and a thin waist and beautiful face and everything, don't be bewildered. Uh, consider that this is all, you know, um, uh, nothing but a transformation of fat, flesh, you know, mucus, you know, blood and all bones and all other disgusting elements. So that is one way of looking at it. Now so this devotee asked Sri Prabhupada. But you know it is very difficult, you know, when we go out in the society, you know, when we go out to preach or something, even book distribution, you know, we are looking at so many you know men and women and especially when men look at women and then there are many beautiful women walking around. So how not to feel attracted? So Shla Prabhupada said we have to see that all women are Krishna's property. They are gopis of Krishna. Krishna has to enjoy them. It is for the, they are made so beautiful for his enjoyment. Now we know that beauty is a is a false thing, material beauty, right? But even even then, even though we have theoretically the knowledge, we may still be bewildered by such beauty when we see it because that is the nature of lust. It covers our knowledge, maya, avaranatmika shakti and prakshepatmika shakti two ways maya deals with us one it it keeps us covered that means it covers our knowledge and then it throws us away from the devotional service so when we look at maya ah, immediately it is you know oh very glaring so we have to see so even even though we appreciate okay that is the beauty okay if the Okay, even if I even if I'm thinking that this is actually only transformation of fat, flesh, and all disgusting. You see, if I'm unable to you know control. Oh yes, she's okay. She's beautiful, but she's meant for Krishna's enjoyment. Actually, that is the thing we have to understand. Isha idam sarvam. That is Isha Upanishad is also saying that everything is the property of the Lord, not just the you know, what is that uh, non-living things, but even the uh, people or anything, any even the jivatma. He is meant for also, he is also property of the Lord. So, if a woman, I mean, if a Jiva soul has ac- occupied a woman's body, I mean, when I am when saying woman, for the woman, the man, you know, same way. So, when a Jiva occupies a woman's body, if it is, you know, you know, if the woman has beautiful features, she is meant for Krishna's. Even if she doesn't have beautiful features, she is also meant for Krishna's enjoyment. <laughs> because after all, the soul is always beautiful. But uh, it may be covered by different kinds of bodies, but soul is always beautiful because he is part and parcel of Krishna. How can a part and parcel of Krishna be not beautiful? Mm. So, its beauty is only covered by these material modes. So, in that way, we have to remind ourselves of all these instructions. So, Kaminira Kama Nahetava Dharma. You don't think of enjoying the uh, women. Uh, Tahar Malik, their lord, their con- controller, and you know, mm-hmm. their uh, owner is Yadav Krishna <coughs> <coughs> Pratishtha Ro Jadamaya Maru Pratishtha Jadamaya Maru Na- ना पेला रावण युझिया रागा ना पेला रावण युझिया रागा प्रतिष्ठा ताते करनेशटा प्रतिष्ठा ताते Taha na bhaji Tahanabhajile labhi bhe raura Taha labhi raura se vaisna. So here Pratishtha taru jadamaya maru what is that? <clears throat> the tree. In order to get the tree of worldly reputation, Jadamaya Maru, Napela Ravan Yujya Raghav. So, you see the uh, translation the demon Ravana, who is the incarnation of lust, because he wanted to enjoy the property of God, Sita Devi. So, he is lust, he is the incarnation of lust. The demon Ravana, lust incarnate, uh, fought with Lord Ramachandra, love incarnate, uh, in order to gain the tree of worldly reputation. But that oasis turned out to be a mirage, a mirage cast in the desert wasteland of the Lord's illusory material potency. See, what happened? It turned out to be a mirage. He wanted to have this and enjoy the beauty of Sita, but it brought about his complete destruction. Just like... An animal, or even a human, you know, he may see water in the desert and he may run. Oh, this will quench my thirst. Run as fast as I can to this water. But once he reaches there, he finds out it is only a mirage. And because he has ran so far, he will die with that exhaustion. So... But that Oasis turned out to be a mirage cast in the desert wasteland of the Lord's illusory material potency. Please cultivate fixed determination to attain only the steady and solid platform whereupon Vaishnava ever stands. He is asking us to come to the tāte karo nishtha. Nishtha means the nishtha platform, the solid, unshakable platform. There are so many platforms or so many stages in the course of one's advancement of devotional service. Ādav shraddha, tato Sadhu sadhusanga, atha bhajana kriya, atha anarthani vritti, tato nishtha, tato Ruchistatha, tatha, tatha shaktis, Atha sakthi uh, tato bhava tatha prema abhyudanchati Let's show it now because. See this is the Bhaktira Samrita Sindhu Shraddha, Sadhu Sangha, Bhajanakriya, Anarthanivritti, Nishtha This is the stage and then ruchi asakti bhava prema nine stages of advancement so the Nishta is the fifth stage the middle stage what is that in the beginning one must have a preliminary desire for self-realization this will bring one to the stage of trying to associate with persons who are spiritually advanced in the next stage one becomes initiated by an elevated spiritual master and under his instruction the neophyte devotee begins the process of devotional service by execution of devotional service under the guidance of the spiritual master one becomes free from all material attachment attains steadiness in self-realization and acquires a taste for hearing about the Absolute Personality of Godhead Sri Krishna. This taste leads one further forward to attachment for Krishna consciousness, which is matured in bhava or the preliminary stage of transcendental love of God. Real love for God is called prema, the highest perfectional stage of life. In the prema stage, there is constant engagement in the transcendental loving service of the Lord. So in this way, one has to advance yeah. please cultivate fixed determination in order to in uh, to attain only the steady and solid platform nishtha and then further other than uh, further above than that those stages we have to covet. that means to come to the nishtha stage what is the preceding stage anarthanivritti all the dirty things in the heart must be cleansed that is the longest stage one will take in the course of advancement. That anarthanivritti I mean it can be the fastest also. One second Prabhupada said. But it depends on our sincerity. If we completely surrender to Krishna yes one second is enough. One moment. But that surrender it doesn't happen so easily because of our conditioning. And therefore it may take very very long. Many many lifetimes hundreds of lifetimes we still may not be able to achieve that perfection. If you're not sincere so please cultivate fixed determination to attain only the steady and solid platform whereupon a vaishnava ever stands Uh, so a real vaishnava now the point of the song the title is vaishnava k who is vaishnava a vaishnava ever stands ever stands means he always stands on that platform which is the steady and solid platform that means he never becomes wavered that is a real Vaishnava. now we may be you know In general sense, we are known as Vaishnavas because we are following the Vaishnavism path of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. But, real Vaishnava means who comes to this platform of Nishtha at least and then higher than that. Then he is, yes, that is a proper Vaishnava. If you neglect worshipping the Lord from this position, then you will ultimately attain a hellish existence. Labhibe Raurav. Hmm. Labhi Be Raurava. Raurava means hell, one of the hells. Hmm. Then Hari Jana Dvesha Pratishtasha Hari Jana Dvesha karake na tabe ta gora karake na tabe Tateka bhuna hai anitya vaibhav Tateka bhuna hai anitya vaibhav Dushta maan Tumi ki sirvaishna What is this? Harijana dvesha Why do you needlessly suffer the torment of blaspheming the devotees of Lord Hari? Hari Janadvesha means to blaspheme, to have uh, enmity or enviousness, um, envy towards Vaishnavas. Why? The question is here. uh, Just to achieve uh, some uh, prominence among devotees, you are becoming envious of other devotees. so, this is how we have to tell our mind. Uh, just to become prominent among devotees, you are you know, becoming envious and you want to show off yourself as the most prominent. Uh, in, that, in, the, in that course, you are blaspheming all the other devotees. Uh, this is how we have to tell our mind. That is what you say, said here. Harijana dvesha pratishthasha klesha. It's a klesha. Klesha means trouble. This, this uh, chasing of uh, pride and prestige is actually a very, very uh, uh, miserable path to take. One who is after these things is is, is very miserable. Uh, so, he is saying, why do you needlessly suffer the torment of blaspheming the devotees of Lord Hari? Okay, if I blaspheme the Lord Hari, why it is torment for me? Yes! It is mad elephant offence. What is that? What is that? hatamati No. Matahati. matthaathi, matthaathi means mad elephant. Hathi Matta. so Hathi Matta means mad elephant. Offense. We have to um, mad elephant. What will happen? What what is what will mad elephant do? He when he enters into a garden, he will just destroy everything. And not just to small small plants. He will uproot trees also. If you don't believe you go and watch the National Geographic I actually saw what, an al- what a mad, mad elephant does I just <laughs> you searched on YouTube and so found some videos you know mad elephant you know then I found some videos he can you know break like trees like established trees he will push and push and break everything and then destroy everything there this is and when he comes onto the sea c- into the city even worse he kills everything and destroys everything mad elephant so that will so this uh, offense to a Vaishnava is called Hathi a mad elephant offense so such offense what it will do it will inhibit our devotional life and it will give us so much trouble like perfect example is durvasamani what happened fully he was scorched by the Sudarshan chakra he was going to be killed uh, only by the mercy of Ambarish Maharaj he was saved Jagai Madhai, they, you know, offended Nityananda Prabhu. They would have been killed. Again, by the mercy of the Prabhu, they were saved. At the hands of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They were going to be da- killed by the Chakra. Nityananda Prabhu saved them. So, Harijana Dvesha Pratishthasha Klesha. You know, this is torment. We will be tormented when we, you see what happens. When we offend Vaishnavas. There are many verses, but I will just show one because we have many verses to cover in the song still. Ayushriyam yashodharmam lokan asisha evacha Hanti sarvani pumso mahadatik kramaha. My dear king, when a man persecutes great souls, all his benedictions of longevity, beauty, fame, religion, blessings, and promotion to higher planets will be destroyed.
1: Hmm.
0: If a man offends devotees, this, this is the result. All his benedictions of longevity, beauty, fame, religion, even his religious vows he cannot keep properly. He will not be able to chant anymore. He will not be able to, you know, he will have all materialistic desires. Everything will come. So many examples in our Shastra on these things, especially Chaitanya Charitamrita and Shrimad Bhagavatam. So, we have to be careful. Harijanadvesha Pratishthasha klesha. In fact, Uh, who is this? Narutam Nasthakur. He sings that um, what is that? Uh, One second. Harinama. Harinama aparadhe tare harinam. Yes. Uh, Tumasthane aparadhe nahi paritran. So, if one offends the holy name, the only way to counter such offense is to chant the holy name more and more. But if one offends the devotee of Krishna, he has no recourse. He cannot. The only thing is he has to go and um, bow down to that Vaishnava and beg for his forgiveness. And if that Vaishnava chooses to forgive him, yes, then he will advance. Then that, that offense is nullified. Classic example, Durvasamane. Tumas Thane Aparadhe. Yes, tumasthane apradhe Tara Hari If one offends Krishna, he can chant the Hare Krishna Mahamantra and... He can alleviate himself of the offences. But if he offends the Vaishnava, nahi paritran. No recourse. He has to suffer. So the only way is to beg forgiveness from the Vaishnava and um, take advice from the Vaishnava. So in this way, Harijana Dvesha, we have to be very, very, we have to cast it far aside. We have to be careful not to commit Vaishnava offence. Vaishnaver paache Pratishthasha ache Tate kabhu nahe anitya vaibhav. Ah, he is saying, just because of some fame and you know popularity, I try to put down other Vaishnavas and try to show myself as the prominent one. But, if one actually becomes a Vaishnava, then Vaishnaver paache pratishthaasha the The prominence itself will follow the heels of a Vaishnava. You see here, the desire for spiritual eminence is easily fulfilled when one becomes a devotee of the Lord. For eternal fame automatically follows the heels of a Vaishnava. And that fame is never to be considered a temporary worldly opulence. Ordinary mundane fame is a temporary opulence. But real fame of being a devotee, for example, Prahlad Maharaj, millions of years ago, he came. Today, after millions of years, we are still... Reading about him and relishing his instructions, can we state any such personality in the history of the world, huh? where you know he, millions of years ago he came, and today we are you know learning about his activities in full detail, and we are you know that is real fame. Now a Hitler or a Gandhi or you know some what is that, uh, what is that um, Galileo or whoever it is, their their um, you know prominence will stay for you know tens of years, a few hundred years. After some time, people will forget. But Prahlad Maharaj, you see, Arjuna, you see, how many times, I mean, how how many times they came with Krishna and how long after their so-called, you know, disappearance, we are still learning about them. You see, Uh, that is real fame. And you see, Prahlad Maharaj never thought, ah, let me show... This Hiranyakashipu, who is the real, you know, famous person? He thinks he, everybody in the universe knows him. I will try to, you know, I will show him. No, he was never. He never cared. He just wanted to be Tavabhritya seva. He was even after Hiranyakashipu was killed, he prayed to Lord Narasimha, please make me a servant of your servant. That's it. That's all I want. So he said like that. And now what happened? Krishna made arrangement for Vyasadev to write about Pralad Maharaj. And of course, his, his story has been going down you know, through uh, Shruti, through the hearing in the parampara system. But he made Vyasadeva write it down. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu read Prahlad Maharaj's uh, account, this Bhagavatam, 100 times, more than 100 times and Dhruva Maharaj's past times, hundreds of times, he was reading. And he was taking great pleasure. And today we are reading and learning about these things. So, this is real fame. So, Krishna will arrange for the fame of such a Vaishnava. Srila Prabhupada just, he did not go to America. Okay, nobody is breaching. I will be known as the most prominent, uh, no, I will will be the, you know, flag bearer of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement and I will be the most prominent Acharya. I will defeat all the other Acharyas in the Sampradaya. I will be the most prominent. Did he say like that? That is rubbish consciousness. Right? Srila Prabhupada, how did he think? Oh, he was always praying for the mercy of Srila Bhaktisiddhāna Saraswati Thakur. And, when he actually became successful, because of being blessed by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he still gave credit to his own spiritual master. Never took credit. He said, even when he saw his disciples, he did not think, mm, I have so many foreign disciples, none, no other Acharya in the whole history of our sampradaya had so many uh, disciples from, I mean, from overseas, other than India. No, he never thought. He said, all these my disciples, in fact, he told them, you all are sent by my Guru Maharaj. To help me because my Guru Maharaj saw that I was completely unqualified to do this service of preaching. So, he sent me all of you to help me in the preaching and you are so doing so nicely. Actually, they were doing nicely because of his mercy. But he is thinking that, you know, you are actually the mercy of my Guru Maharaj. Seeing my complete inability and hopelessness, he is helping me by sending all of you. You see, and the pride never overtook him. Pratishtha, he never wanted Pratishtha. But still, Krishna arranged for him. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu arranged for him that his glory be known all over the world. And our duty is to glorify Sri Prabhupada and, you know, reinstate him in the position that belongs to him. Now again, after he has done so much, in our movement again, he is, you know, sidelined in so-called ISKCON today. Srila Prabhupada is sidelined. Yeah. He has to be... Given that uh, complete respect, and not just respect—I mean, even a million lives wouldn't be enough to repay what he has done for us. Respect is a very, very wrong word. I mean, very cheap word. I mean, the, I mean, we owe everything to him. That's how we have to give everything to Srila Prabhupada. How can we see Shri Prabhupada's movement? I mean. Uh, without Prabhupada. What is that? So, and I mean, no matter what, we, whether we participate in such uh, glorification of Srila Prabhupada or not, Srila Prabhupada will be glorified. That is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's desire. He already said Prithivita Acha Jatanagra Sarvatra Prachar Nam." and Srila Prabhupada has done that and his glory will be, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will make sure that Srila Prabhupada's glory will be broadcast. Even if these uh, so called offenders are trying to block it. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will make sure that this is only temporary, his glory will shine forth. Now, if we participate in that, again it is our good fortune. Not that I made Prabhupada important again, you know, I reestablished the Ritwik system. That is not how r- Ritwik should see themselves as. Huh? We have to consider ourselves as only dust, I mean, aspiring to become dust in the feet of, at the feet of Srila Prabhupada. Uh, and serve Srila Prabhupada humbly Hmm. and then yes if his glory is again spread purely without any tinge of material ambitions yes that is our success Uh, our success means to become a nice servant of Srila Prabhupada so Srila Prabhupada himself taught us how to how Pratistha will follow the heels of a Vaishnava how glorious Prabhupada became just by humbly executing the order of uh, his spiritual master.
1: Hmm.
0: So Krishna will make sure that that devotee, that devotee's fame will be broadcast. We don't need to, you know, uh, uh, try for it. You know, <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> and we should not even covet or want such. Even if nobody notices, it doesn't matter. So what? In fact, we. Sh- we should not, the praise will only increase our pride, and pride goes before fall. So we should be careful, even if one receives praise. Okay. Then, Shehari Sambandha Sunyamaya Gandha, Shehari Sambandha Surya Sunyamaya Gandha. ताह का भुना कता कहे ता ताह का प्रतिष्ठा चंडाली निर्जनता जाली प्रतिष्ठा चंडाली निर्जनता जाली so here. Yeah. SE HARISAMBANTH Shunya MAYA gandha. The relationship between the devotee and Lord Hari is devoid of even a trace of worldly illusion. Mm-hmm. It is not like ordinary relation. It has nothing to do with materialistic cheating propensity. The prestige of so-called popularity in the material realm is compared to a treacherous dog-eating witch. And the attempt to live in solitude to supposedly engage in unalloyed bhajan is compared to an entangling network of distraction. please know that anyone striving in either of these ways verily lives in the hell of maya's illusion. Look at that. Now, on one side, to show myself as a great devotee. On the other side, to stop all preaching and do the nirjan bhajan. Maybe that also for gaining popularity. Both are nonsense. It is compared to uh, treacherous dog-eating witch chandali, pratiṣṭha chandali, nirjanata jali. Uh, nirjanata jali means it is a network of distraction. Because when we when we are inside a room, we may be physically in the room, but mentally we are expanding in so many ways. We are, we are going here and there. And when there is nobody else to watch over us, this no so-called nirjan bhajan, if you are not in the association of devotee, then, our mind will go into sense gratification, unchecked. Hmm. So that's why we have to always stay with devotees. Always stay with devotees. Never independently, alone. Never. Even when Srila Prabhupada sent somebody to preach to another country or another city, he always sent at least two men, if not more. At least two. Not one. Because when one goes, they finish. So in all our daily dealings also, we have to always be with Vaishnavas, even eating. Even sleeping, Uh, everything should be with Vaishnavas.
1: Hmm.
0: (coughs) Never alone. Alone is a network, entangling network of distraction, it is said. Please know that anyone striving in either of these uh, ways verily lives in the hell of Maya's illusion. Next. कीर्तन छाड़े बो प्रतिष्ठा माखे बो कीर्तन छाड़े बो प्रतिष्ठा माखे बो की काजड़ ढूढिया की ढूढिया गौरवा माधवेन्द्रपुरी भावघरे चोरे माधवेन्द्रपुरी भावघरे चोरे करे लकबो जानग I shall give up chanting the Lord's name publicly in Kirtan and retire to solitude, thus smearing myself with worldly honour. Dear mind, what is the good in seeking such so-called glory? I will always remind you that the great soul Madhavendra Puri never deceived himself in that regard by committing theft in his own storehouse of perception the way you do. So, there are many exalted devotees, uh, great exalted devotees who may do nirjan bhajan, um, devoid of the company of others. That is a Paramahamsa stage, very high stage. That also after he has sufficiently preached and for the final uh, part of his life, he wants he, he does that usually. Like Bhaktivinoda Thakur for example. he whole life he preached, incessantly preached the glories of Krishna. And then finally, the last four years of his life, he shut himself. Uh, having handed over the preaching mission to his son, Bhaktasiddhan Saraswati Thakur. So that is Parivrajaka <clears throat> and then Paramahamsa. So when, when one goes to that stage, then he you know he organizes all the preaching of this world and then he retires to solitude. And he engages in his Nirjan Bhajan. It is not that Nirjan Bhajan is completely invalid. No, it is it is a... Very, very high stage, but when it is, um, what is that, Uh, imitated by so-called devotees who are not that advanced, um, then it becomes a big problem. So if we stop chanting the Lord's name in Kirtan and retire to solitude, uh, smearing myself with worldly honor. that is what kind of, uh, where is the good in that. So, in other words, Kirtan Chhadeva Pratishtha Makhiba. Now, another thing is devotees, they have to be very enthusiastic in Kirtan. Kirtan, congregational chanting, they have to chant. Sometimes I see devotees, they just keep quiet in the Kirtan. Everybody is chanting, they are just looking around. Supervisor, Kirtan supervisor. is it? See whether everybody is chanting properly. Is it? We have to chant wholeheartedly chant and dance nicely in the Kirtan. So, um, I mean, we have to know that Sankirtanam is the Yuga Dharma, is the most purifying activity in the entire universe. We should not be silent when Kirtan is going on. So, Kirtan Chariba and Pratishtha Makhiba, um, simply for so some useless worldly honor. So, don't do that. Madhavendra Puri, he, yes, he did Nirjan Bhajan, yes, but he did not think this way.
1: Hmm.
0: He did not commit theft in his own storehouse of perception, the way you do, telling the mind. So, <coughs> next, again he is saying, Sukarervishtha. Tomara Pratishtha Sukarervishtha Tomara Pratishtha Sukarervishtha tar sahasa maka bhuna man tar sahasa maka bhuna man mat she tumi jara se mat sarata va she tumi jara se माझे छे छाड़िया कीर्तना सोष्ठा माझे छे छाड़िया कीर्तना सोष्ठा दुष्टमा तुम्हीं किसे वशना दुष्टमा तुम्हीं किसे Your cheap reputation is equal to the stool of a hog. An ambitious, an ordinary ambitious man like you can never be equated with a devotee of Madhavendra Puri's eminence. <clears throat> Under the sway of envy, you have drowned yourself in the filthy waters of material enjoyment after having abandoned the excellent perfection of Congregational Kirtan. <clears throat> now, Madhavendra Puri was great, you know, he was so great that. <laughs> You know what is Madhavendra, Why is Madhavendra Puri quoted here? Because Madhavendra Puri's story is that he went to this Kshir sura Gopinath. Actually, he was called only Gopinath. After Madhavendra Puri's past time, only he is called Kshir Chavara Gopinath. Before that, he was just called Gopinath. So, this Gopinath Temple was there in Orissa. Now also, you can go and see. We have, we have gone there actually. Some of you might have also gone. So, Gopinath Mandir was there, uh, is there. So, he went there to take Darshan so there there was this nice kheer that was being offered so uh, they were cooking the kheer and he thought oh wow if only i can also cook such nice kheer you know such nice uh, sweet tasting kheer then he thought oh how can i think of you know tasting the kheer actually he was thinking that i should offer a similar thing to my deity but um, he thought oh I, I thought of tasting the kheer without being offered to you know Oh, this is, uh, you know, not good. Then, uh, I should not have thought like this. So, he thought like that. And then, um, he actually, he wanted to taste. Because he wanted to prepare such kheer for his own. So, he thought, Oh, how can I think of tasting something which the Lord has not tasted yet? You know, because he wanted to know the taste. So, that he can also prepare like that. So, then, uh, Gopinath, you know, the deity, the deity uh, came in the dream that night. Uh, he came in the dream. In fact, Madhavendra, I mean, Madhavendra Puri thought, I should go away. know, I should not. I'm, I'm an offender here. I better go away from this temple. And he was outside, stand, living under a tree, staying under a tree and chanting Hare Krishna. And the priest of the temple got a dream in the night. Uh, hey, wake up, wake up. Gopinath, the deity asked him to wake up there is one uh, you know uh, one small pot of kheer that is uh, you know just you uh, uh, covered by the cloth behind me that kheer you go and take and give it to Madhavendra Puri who is there in the village is a very great devotee of mine you go and give it to him and then this this uh, Pujari was shocked <gasps> what then you know he um, came and he was—he uh, took the thing, and he went to the deity room. He saw oh, yes, there is in fact uh, the, the one pot, you know, of kheer. The Pujari did not uh, notice that the gopinath hid it from the plate behind him. So then um, he took the pot of kheer and then went out to the village and said, "Where is this uh, Madhavendra Puri? Who 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 is Madhavendra Puri?" Then. He came to Madhavendra Puri and said yes yes he Madhavendra Puri said yes i am Madhavendra Puri <gasps> how fortunate you are you know you and the deity has uh, kept this pot of kheer just for you and he came in my dream and told me to give it to you and he gave the kheer to Madhavendra Puri Madhavendra Puri immediately ran away from that place i mean he took the kheer and then he immediately thought uh, once the pujari left he thought oh very quickly i will get all kinds of uh, prestige and you know everybody will notice that oh i'm You know, they think I am a great devotee or something. In fact, I am an offender. I will get all this unnecessary praise from other people. Um, Better I move out from here. I go and hide somewhere. You see how easily he could have got so much prestige and he he should have, I mean, he could have, uh, oh, yes, you see now how great devotee I am. Yes, yes, you know. No, but (laughs) how humble he was. He wanted to run away from there. Hmm. This is Madhavendra Puri's eminence. He did not want to, get the uh, pra- praise from p- people. Hmm. Under the sway of envy, matsarata vase tumi jadarase maje chhe chhadiya kirtan saoshtava saoshtava means perfection. The excellent perfection of congregational kirtan you have abandoned and uh, drowned yourself in the filthy waters of material enjoyment. Based on envy. matsarata under the sway of nv then next tai dushtamana nirjana bhajana tai dushtamana nirjana bhajana prachare chhale ku yogi vai प्रचारी च छले को योगी भए भा प्रभु सनातन परम प्रभु सनातन परम जाताने शिक्षा देला जाहा चिंता शेष बा Shiksha de la jaha chinta se dushta Truly, O wicked mind, the glories of so-called solitary worship are propagated only by false yogis, using unscrupulous means to deceive others. To save yourself from these pitfalls, please contemplate the instructions that the Supreme Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu kindly gave us while addressing Sri Sanatana Goswami with the utmost care. So, actually he wrote very strongly against this this nirjan Bhajan, uh, solitary worship, because at that time there were many, many devotees who were doing this, giving up preaching and just uh, chanting and then getting uh, everybody, you know, praising them and then they become some big guru and cheat people. So, the same thing, if we give up preaching, he said, kindly contemplate on the instruction that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave to Sanatana Goswami. And if you see the Chaitanya Charitamrita, in fact, in teachings of Lord Chaitanya also, that chapter is there, teachings to Sanatana Goswami. So, we have to read that. And in the Chaitanya Charitamrita also, it is more elaborately mentioned there. So, we have to read that and what is there in that? So, Sanatana Goswami is asked by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to how to preach how to write books so that others can be uh, at um, what is that um, guided in this path of devotional service so in the other hand, i mean in other words he is asking us to preach krishna consciousness widely and chaitanya mahaprabhu also said broad order he has given to everybody jare dekha tarakaho tarakaho krishna upadesh Amar guru haya taro edesh so um, He said, whomever you see, talk to him about Krishna. So that is his order. So we have to not uh, forego that order and try to become devotees. Just If we don't become a preacher, then we will remain a third class devotee. Second class devotee means preacher. Um, If we remain a third class, if we don't preach, we will become third class. The first class devotee who does not preach, that is a totally different uh, platform. But the third class devotee who does not preach, that is, he is just after this false prestige. He doesn't know how to behave with others. You know this verse. You know, Shrimad Bhagavatam, Kanto eleven, two, forty seven. See, archaamye va haraye pujaamya haradhye hate natad bhakte shuchanneye shu sabhaktaha prakrita smritaha a devotee who <coughs> who faithfully engages in the worship of the Lord sorry, worship of the deity in the temple, but does not behave properly toward other devotees or people in general. is called a Prakrita Bhakta, a materialistic devotee and is considered to be in the lowest position. Just a second here. So, a devotee, a devotee who does not preach, see, who does not behave, you see, who does not behave properly toward other devotees or people in general? So, what is proper behavior towards devotees and other people in general? What is the proper behavior? The proper behavior is that we have to make friendship with devotees, and among devotees, there are, you know, junior devotees. Uh, we have to respect, you know, those who. Actually, this is explained nicely in the Nectar of Instruction. This is how we should behave. Krishna tasya giri manasadriyeta. Sangalabdhyam. One should mentally honour the devotee who chants the holy name of Lord Krishna. One should offer humble obeisances to the devotee who has undergone spiritual initiation, Diksha, and is engaged in worshipping the deity. And one should associate with and faithfully serve that pure devotee who is advanced, in undeviated devotional service and whose heart is completely devoid of the propensity to criticize others. So, this is how we should cultivate our friendships with devotees. Among devotees, different grades. So, this is how we should do it. Then, that is proper behaviour with devotees. And also, another verse is there, the the previous verse. Offering gifts in charity accepting charitable gifts, receiving uh, sorry <laughs> revealing one's mind in confidence, inquiring confidentially, accepting prasad and offering prasad are the six symptoms of love shared by one devotee and another. You see, this is how we have to cultivate friendship with devotees. Hmm. And this is another from Nectar of Instruction. We have done extensive lectures on these verses uh maybe the um, moderator can put the link of the nectar of instruction you know series in the comment section and especially maybe this fourth fifth and sixth you know verses which are very important uh, about uh, vaishnava dealings here Drishtai swabhava janitair vapushascha dosher na prakrutatm na prakrutatvameh bhakta pasyet Gangaṁ bhasaṁ Nakalubud buddha Pena paṅkaiṁ Brahmā apagacchati nīra Being situated in his original Krishna conscious position, a pure devotee does not identify with the body. Such a devotee should not be seen from a materialistic point of view. Indeed, one should overlook a devotee's having a body born in a low family, a body with a bad complexion, a deformed body or a diseased or infirm body. According to ordinary vision, such imperfections may seem prominent in the body of a pure devotee, but despite such seeming defects, the body of a pure devotee cannot be polluted. It is exactly like the waters of the Ganges or Ganga, which sometimes during the rainy season are full of bubbles, foam and mud. The Ganga waters do not become polluted. Those who are advanced in spiritual understanding will bathe in the Ganga without considering the condition of the water. So, similarly, so this is another thing about cultivating friendship with vaishnavas we have to con- we have to we, we have to overlook bodily deficiencies whether they are um, the fact that they come from a f- family or a you know country which is you know not very cultured or they may you know the features may not be you know very beautiful or they may have some problem or whatever it is vaishnava jati buddhi that is a problem so Uh, So, the link is there now. The Nectar of Instruction series in the comments here. So, please proceed to, uh, I mean, at your free time. You can watch those lectures if you haven't watched them yet. And it's always good to revise if you have time. I know they are long lectures, but, you know, um, if you have time, you can go through them. It's very important uh, discussion have been done on these verses. Extensive, very extensive. Now, um, so these are proper behavior. Okay, going back to that actual... Here, you see, does not behave properly toward other devotees or people in general. What is, what is a people in general? How to behave properly with people in general? Okay, we have learned about how to behave properly among Vaishnavas. We should not offend them. We should, you know, all the six things, offering gifts, receiving gifts, offering prasad, accepting prasad, inquiring confidentially and, you know, listening from them about Krishna consciousness. So these are all symptoms of love shared with, between one devotee and other. And then there are different classes of devotees. We have to respect the person who is So, if he is Giritam. So, adriyeta means we have to mentally honor such devotee who is chanting at least Hare Krishna in some way. Then next, we have to uh, What is that? Be friends with uh, especially, sorry, we have to bow down and respectfully, you know, bow down to the person who has taken initiation and one who is very advanced uh, who is free from the propensity to criticize others. Uh, we have to take complete instruction from him and serve him. Now, this point of criticizing others, uh, you may see Srila Prabhupada criticizing many times, many materialistic philosophies and philosophers, um, and even his so-called God-brothers who went against you know, the instructions of his spiritual master. So, why did he criticize? Why is he not free from criticizing? No, criticizing means the tendency to criticize others based on materialistic distinctions which is explained in this verse of the Srimad Bhagavatam, 11th canto. I've shown this a few times, but I'll show it again. 11.28.2 karmani yah prashamsati nindati swarthad asati asati Whoever indulges in praising or criticizing the qualities and behavior of others will quickly become deviated from his own best self and best interest by his entanglement and illusory dualities. So, if we criticize people on the materialistic platform, like, okay, this is better than this, both are on the material platform. Oh, this is uh, a pious life is better than a sinful life. No, a devotee should criticize the materialistic way of life, both pious and sinful, and highlight the importance of devotional life, which is spiritual. So, criticism is involved, but on the spiritual platform, to distinguish matter and spirit, not to distinguish between different features of the material energy. If I say, dry stool is better than wet stool. Prabhupada explained like that, that, you know, in India, many people, especially in the rural parts, they pass stool in the open field. You know, and during midday, the sun is so bright, and then the outside part of the stool is becomes dry. And inside, the stool is wet still. Yeah, I know it's a disgusting subject, but, you know, this example is given. Now, because what we're doing is exactly that disgusting. So, because... Uh, Now, if somebody says, Oh, this dry stool is better than this wet stool. Hmm. I mean, both are disgusting, right? So, material so-called piety and impiety are both disgusting. Of course, impiety is the worst, but even piety is the same thing. We are going to remain in this material world. So, the criticism should be not about impious activities alone, but to the entire process of material um, life. Which brings us only unlimited suffering. And only illusory happiness. And point out to the actual real path.
1: Mm.
0: So for showing real path, there is criticism criticism involved. Mm. We have to understand. Yush- Ishupanishad also very nicely... It is said. We have also done Ishopanishad series. There also these things are very elaborately discussed about how important it is to distinguish between this good and you know uh, uh, correct and wrong paths, and why it is very important to distinguish between that. So, going back, <coughs> next tenth verse. What is the time? Wow. 930 okay she dooti katha bhulona sarvatha she dooti katha bhulona sarvatha sware kor sware Pulguarajo, but the Aramo Pulguarajo, but the Aramo Kabuna Paviho, Eka, Eka, Kardasa, Kabuna Paviho, So here, do not forget for a moment the two most valuable concepts that he taught Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in his teachings of Sanatana Goswami. What are they? One, the principle of dry apparent renunciation as opposed to uh, real appropriate renunciation. And second, the principle of a soul being trapped in the bondage of matter as opposed to the soul who is liberated. So, two principal concepts that he taught to Sanatana Goswami was um, these two uh, contradictions of apparent renunciation, phalgu vairagya and the real vairagya, which is a symptom of actual devotion. And um, the other thing is the, the liberated soul and the conditioned soul. So, the difference between a conditioned soul and liberated soul. So, we have to really study these things deeply. Hmm. What is is real renunciation? What is actual uh, what is uh, pseudo renunciation and what is real renunciation? And what is a liberated soul, what is a conditioned soul? Because by staying in conditioned platform, we are attempting to imitate the liberated platform.
1: Hmm?
0: By apparently renouncing, we are posing as a real renouncer. So unless we actually understand what are the symptoms of apparent renunciation or you know, a cheating renunciation and the real renunciation and the, uh, the symptoms of a conditioned soul and a liberated soul we can easily fall for the trick. And that's why Arjuna also inquires what, what is the symptom of a transcendentalist? How to understand a person is a transcendentalist? And in 2nd chapter itself 54th verse Of course in the 14th chapter also he asks Arjuna uvacha sthita samadhisthasya sthita dhihikim, prabhasheta vrajeta kim Arjuna said, O Krishna, what are the symptoms of one whose consciousness is thus merged in transcendence? How does he speak and what is his language? How does he sit and how does he walk? You see, Arjuna is asking and Krishna explains for the next, hmm, I think almost 17 verses the symptoms of a transcendentalist. So, these things are to, are to be studied. And we have to understand what is the symptoms of a materialistic person and what is a transcendental person. And then we have to closely observe. And we ourselves should also be a cultivating, a slow when we observe these two characteristics of materialistic person, transcendental person, liberated soul, conditioned soul. Now, we are in the conditioned state Now, we have to cultivate those things, which will get us to the liberated stage. And we have to be very careful not to entertain such tendencies, which will cultivate our materialistic um, tendencies or or our conditioned state. So, in that way, we have to be very careful. Mm. So, in this way, Bhaktisiddhan Saraswat Thakur is advising us. Don't ever make the mistake of thinking that these conflicting concepts are on the same level. To consider the liberated soul and the conditioned soul on the same level, and to consider dry renunciation and real renunciation on the same level or sometimes even dry renunciation is better than real renunciation because it is easy because to do that mistake. Why? Because a devotee will use everything in Krishna's service and when he uses others who do not understand actual renunciation they think hey how come these devotees have all you know modern gadgets how come they are you know, live streaming facebook live and all these things you know they have computers laptops ipads and all these things and you know cameras so easy to point out these faults I mean this is one simple example I' am giving anything any mistake can be made right so the p- person who is sitting in the Himalayan caves ah he is the real yogi a yogi means idea of a yogi a picture comes himalayan some you know some mountain cave he is sitting and you know doing meditation that is the idea of a yogi but real yogi is he who is busy. 24 hours how to serve Krishna. Krishna arthe akhila cheshta. For Krishna's sake, he engages in multifarious activities. multi-mult. I mean multifarious activities. So that is real renunciation. That means no, none of those activities are based on sense gratification. That is real renunciation. Hmm. So we have to understand these things and we should not mistake these things to be the same or even sometimes misjudging that Apparent renunciation is better than real renunciation. Hmm. Next Kanaka Kamini Pratishta Bhagini. Kanaka Kamini Pratishtha Bhagini Charya Sheta Setavaeshnav. छड़े आछे जारे शय तो Shēyāna शयनासाक्त शय शुद्ध संसारत अथा पाया पारा भावा दुष्टमा तुमी की सेर्वाष्णा दुष्टमा तुमी की सेर्वाष्णा one is a truly one is truly a vaishnava who has given up the habit of falling victim to the ferocious ferocious tigress of wealth beauty and fame nadanam na janam na sundarim kavitam va jagadheeshakamaye mama janma nijmaneesware bhavatad bhakti raha ektukitway see that one who one is a truly a vaishnava who has given up the habit, this dhana jana sundari we have to give up wealth uh, dhana jana, fame fame and women that's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said like that na dhanam na janam na sundarim kavitam vajagadisha to Kitvai. I want to serve you Krishna life after life that's it, uh, no other desire, finish so that is real Vaishnava standard Huh? Such a soul is factually detached from material life and is known as a pure devotee. Someone with this consciousness of detachment has thereby become victorious over the mundane and mundane world of birth and death. See that? So that is, so Ishopanishad the link is also there in the comments. Hmm? So you can follow that. <coughs> and uh, so this is the Pratishtha Bhagini. A tigress, tigress will eat. If there is a tigress, it will eat. So this uh, Pratishtha is called. I mean, uh, Kanaka Kamini Pratishtha Bhagini. Kanaka means wealth, gold. Kamini means women. And Pratishtha means fame. So Dhana Jana Sundari is here translated as. I mean, used uh, synonyms here. Kanaka Kamini Pratishta Bhag Bhagini. Hmm. To become free from these things. <clears throat> if after all our so called devotional service, if my mind is attracted to only women, what kind of. So there is a verse like that. Srimad Bhagavatam. That's why these Vaishnava songs are completely based on our scriptures. See this 11, 26, 12 of Srimad Bhagavatam. Kim vidyaya kim tapasa kim tyagena na Kimvi vikte namaunena strebhiriyasya manohritam. Manohritam means when our mind is stolen. What is the use of a big education or the practice of austerities and renunciation? And what is the use of studying religious scriptures, of living in solitude and silence, if after all that one's mind is stolen by a woman? What is the use? It's useless. So that is explained here, in the song. Kanaka Kamini Pratishta Bhagini Next Yatha Yogya Bhoga, Nahi Tatha Roga Yatha Yogya Bhoga, Nahi Tatha Roga Anāsaktashe ki āra-kah-bam Anāsaktashe ki āra-kah-bam Āsakti-rahita, sambandha-sahita Āsakti-rahita, sahita Vishaya Samuhasa Kali Mandha Vishaya Samuhasa Kali Mandha To Stamma To Miki Servaishna To Stamma So here, Yatha nahi tatha roga. one is indeed detached who moderately partakes of worldly things that are deemed necessary for living in devotional service. A devotee acting in that manner does not fall prey to the disease of material infatuation. Thus, devoid of selfish attachment and endowed with the ability to see things in relation to the Lord, all sense objects are then directly perceived as being Lord Madhava Himself. So, when one engages everything in only Krishna's service, such uh, <clears throat> uh, he is actually very safe. Ishopanishad also says that. See, the first two verses of Ishopanishad state the same thing, exact same thing. Everything animate or inanimate that is within the universe is controlled and owned by the Lord. One should therefore accept only those things necessary for himself which are set aside as his quota, and one should not accept other things knowing well to whom they belong. Next verse One may aspire to live for hundreds of years if he continues if he continuously goes on working in that way. For that sort of work will not bind him to the law of karma. There is no alternative to this way for man. See, this is the way we should live. Everything is Krishna's property. Now, Yatha bhoga, so who moderately partakes of worldly things that are deemed necessary for living in devotional service. So the other verse, of course, we know. Um, 1 to 10 of Srimad Bhagavatam, which is here, Kanto 1, chapter 2, Verse 10 Life's desires should never be directed towards sense gratification. One should desire only a healthy life or self-preservation since a human being is meant for inquiry about the Absolute Truth. Nothing else should be the goal of one's works. So, we should only desire a healthy life of self preservation, and our whole thing should be only tattva jignasa. Jivasya tattva jignasa. karma bhi. Nothing else should be the goal of one's works. There is a nice verse related in the Mukundamala stotra, 18th verse. Badhe nanjali shirasa. Gatrai his ro modgamai contain us vara gad gadenanayane, odgirna nityam tvacharana vinda yugala, yanam ritas vadinam, asma kam sarasi sampadyatāṁ jivitam. O Lotus-eyed Lord, please sustain our lives as we constantly relish the nectar of meditating on your lotus feet, with our palms prayerfully joined, our heads bowed down, our bodily hair standing up in jubilation, our voices choked with emotion, and our eyes flowing with tears. You may say, Ravu, where is the... how is it same? Well, <laughs> it is actually the same thing, because here it is said that uh, we, want to, we are busy in your devotional service. So sustain our lives while we are doing this. On the contrary, of course, we don't need to ask the Lord to sustain our lives. The Lord will automatically sustain our lives. When we only, our sole thing is to be engaged in the different devotional services, the Lord will maintain our life. Hmm. But now on the contrary, our materialistic education, and our materialistic civilization is teaching us that we have to, in fact, our entire life is just... Uh, based on how we need to survive hmm? for our sustenance, and hardly uh, zero, almost zero time for God consciousness. Complete opposite. Here it is said, as we as a, as our time becomes occupied in all these ecstatic uh, transformations. Okay, in our case, we may not be in that ecstatic level. You know, in that, you know, all the hair standing, and you know, um, you know voice is choked with emotion it may not be happening for us but we have to be engaged in devotional service so the prayer is that as I am engaged in all the different varieties of devotional services may the Lord you know, may you protect us may you sustain our lives while we are engaged in this because I don't want to be really engaged in I don't want to be entangled in the so called sustenance of my body um, um, while forgetting you while forgetting service to you this is not the position i want to be in i want to be in a position where i always serve you and you please help me with just maintaining my existence so that i can always constantly serve you of course we don't need to ask this from the lord but when we but he is teaching us that if we engage in these devotional services the lord will so we don't have to uh, overly worry about our sustenance hmm. we should only be worried about whether I can be engaged in devotional service or not, that should be our worry. Hmm. Not that if I do devotional service, will the, will the Lord protect me or not? That is not our worry. Our worry is I want to be always in devotional service. Whether I am doing that or not, that should be the worry. Alright, so uh, then it is said, Vishaya Samoha Sakali Madhav. All sense objects they are then directly perceived as being Lord Madhava Himself. Hmm. So, that is Krishna Consciousness, to see, to see everything in relation with Krishna and to use everything in his relation. Hmm. Then, Se Yukta Vairagya, Tahata Saubhagya <laughs> Se Yukta Vairagya, Tahata Saubhagya, Tahai Jadete Hari ता है जड़े ते हरि रवाय भवा कीर्तने जहारा प्रतिष्ठा संभार कीर्तन कीर्तने जहारा प्रतिष्ठा संभार ताहर संपत्ति केवल कैता Tahara sampatekalaketa This is the standard of befitting renunciation that means to use everything in Krishna's service. And one who realizes this is most fortunate indeed. Everything involved in such a devotee's life represents lord hari's personal spiritual opulence as manifest in the world of matter so everything that we use in krishna's service becomes actually um, what is that Uh, lord Hari's personal spiritual opulence manifest in the world of matter Hmm. on the other hand one who engages in chanting the lord's names with hopes of enhancing his own material reputation finds that all his activities and paraphernalia represent uh, activities and paraphernalia represent only the riches of hypocrisy Kaitava uh, Sampatti riches of hypocrisy so any time even if we do nice service it should be always be taken with humility even if somebody else praises we should understand that you know um, honestly I mean how could have we done something without Krishna benedicting and without the mercy of the Vaishnavas we cannot actually engage in Krishna's service so we should always remember that. Vishayamu moksha Bhogerabu bhuksha Duyetya Jamana Vaishnava Krishna sambanda prakritasanda, Krishna sambanda, Uprakritaskanda, Kabuna Hitaha Jardera samhava kabuna hita jardera samhava dushtama. O oh, mind, please reject the company of two types of persons: those desiring impersonal liberation from the material world, and those who desire the desire to enjoy the pleasure of material sense objects. Both of these are equally non-devotees. So the karmis and the gyanis both are to be rejected. Their association. The things that are used in relation to Lord Krishna are objects belonging directly to the transcendental realm and thus having nothing to do with matter, they cannot be either owned or forsaken by persons interested in mundane enjoyment or renunciation. This is very important. So the Karmi thinks he owns. The Renunciate, the Jnani thinks he renounced. But how can we own something when it is not ours? And when it was never ours, how did we renounce it? When did we first own it in order to renounce it? It was never ours. It is not ours. Huh? So, the Karmi thinks it is mine. The Jnani thinks it was mine. Still mine. And in fact, another another uh, very important um, purport is there in the Shrimad Bhagavatam where Sundar showed that a um, few months ago. Where it is said that mama aham mama aham mameti or mama aham i and mine this concept of i and mine uh, in the karmi uh, life one thinks of mine mine everything is mine and in the jnani life he thinks of i i so hum, i am that he he gets absorbed in i and the karmi he gets absorbed in mine all the property he thinks the external objects of sense gratification will give him happiness in the jnani he thinks he if he you know he, if he thinks he is one with god if he is if he's as good as god or one with god huh, uh, that is that will bring so i and mine these things are in this material world karmi and jnani mama and aham so the karmi thinks everything is mine the jnani thinks everything was mine now it is not mine because i have renounced it i'm a great renouncer it was never yours huh. So it was, nothing is ours in this world. So actually, this um, enjoyer and renouncer both are an illusion. Only the bhakta who uses everything in Krishna's service knows. Uh, first thing, he does not in, think that everything belongs to him, and he also does not falsely reject them. Oh, I have renounced them. He never did he possess, and he does not think of renouncing them. Why? It is not mine anyway, but it is Krishna's, right? So it is used to. It it is for, meant for his satisfaction. Hmm. If anything that you possess, it is meant for your satisfaction. If in your house uh, the bed is there, uh, you know you, it's for you to sleep. Huh? If I come and sleep in on your bed, what is it? What kind of uh, that is not for me to enjoy? It's for you to enjoy, right? So similarly, everything that belongs to you is to be enjoyed by you. So everything that belongs to Krishna is to be enjoyed by Krishna. Huh. So, I have to use everything in Krishna's service. It is Anything that is there, it is meant for Krishna's enjoyment, and let me use it. So, in that way, he is perfectly renounced from sense gratification. Such a devotee. And that is what uh, Bhaktisdhan thakur is teaching us here. We should remain like that. Mayavadijana Krishna Taramana Mayavadijana Krishna jaana taramana mukta abhimaneshe ninde vaishnava mukta abhimaneshe ninde vaishnava vaishnava bhakti asa. वाइश्न वेरदास तव भाक्तियास केनो वाडा किछ निर्जना आहाग केनो वाडा किछ निर्जना आहाग दुष्टमा तुमी किसे वाइश्ना दुष्टम An impersonal philosopher is opposed to thinking of Krishna as an object of devotion and thus being puffed up with false pride of imaginary liberation, he dares to criticize the true devotees of the Lord. <clears throat> See, an impersonal philosopher, is opposed to thinking of Krishna as an object of devotion and he is puffed up with false pride of imaginary liberation. Avishuddha Buddha. And he dares to criticize the true devotees of the Lord. He has no regard for the lotus feet of the Lord, and he does not have regard for anyone who has taken shelter of those lotus feet. Okay, let's see. And they are the devotees, right? Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 2, Text 32. <laughs> Tvayastha bhavadavishuddha buddhaya Aruhya kricchrena parampadam tataha Patantyadhonadrta yushmadangraya So, someone may say <coughs> that aside from devotees who always seek shelter at the Lord's lotus feet, there are those who are not devotees but who have accepted different processes for attaining salvation. What happens to them? In answer to this question, Lord Brahma and the other demigods said, O lotus-eyed Lord, although non-devotees who accept severe austerities and penances to achieve the highest position may think themselves liberated, their intelligence is impure. They fall down from their position of imagined superiority because they have no regard for your lotus feet. If you if you see the Sanskrit, anadrita, aadhar, aadhar in, in, in Hindi also, means what? Respect. Uh, honour, to honour someone, other. Adrita means uh, Manasadriyeta. You know, that is also just now we in the nectar of instruction, that verse is there. Adrita means to respect. Anadrita means no respect, no regard. Uh, Yushmadangrayaha, your lotus feet, they have no regard for your lotus feet and they are avishuddha They are. Their intelligence is not purified and Therefore, they think themselves liberated. But they are not actually liberated. Vimukta Maninas. Vimukta Maninah means they are thinking they are Vimukta. They are not Vimukta. Vimukta Maninah. They are avishuddha Buddhaya and Anadrita Yushmadangraya. Because they have no regard for the lotus feet and devotees, they take shelter of the lotus feet of Krishna. And therefore, because they have no regard for the lotus feet, they have no regard for those who take shelter of the lotus feet also. So the Mayavadi Jan. The Mayavadis, they have no regard for the lotus feet of Krishna. Oh, mind, you are the servant of the Vaishnavas and you should <coughs> you should always hope for attaining devotion. Why then do you make such a loud commotion by calling to me and trying to prove the supposed supremacy of your practice of solitary worship? Hmm. So the mind is always telling us how great we are. You know? we should we should uh, since i mean severely chastise the mind who tells us like that uh, p- making a loud commotion calling to me trying to prove the supposed supremacy of your p- and de- i think the last series on gaurigishordas babaji has highlighted so many of these hypocritical natures of devotees mm. so we should very carefully avoid these things
1: mm.
0: Jepha जय फलगु वैरागी कोहे नि जत्यागे जय फलगु वैरागी कोहे नि जत्यागे सेना पार कबो वैष्णवा सेना वैष्णवा hari pad chadi nirjana tabare hari pad chadi nirjana tabare labhe aake phula phal gu sevai bhava labhe aake phula phal gu sevai bhava dushtama so, one who falsely gives up things that could actually be used in the Lord's service proudly calls himself a renunciate, but unfortunately he can never become a Vaishnava by such an attitude. Abandoning his servitorship to the lotus feet of Lord Hari and resigning himself to his, his solitary home, whatever is gained by that exercise can only be the worthless treasure of deception. You know in, there is a one um, um, Vyasa Puja offering, homage of Srila Prabhupada to his spiritual master Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur written in 1961. It is a very very long poem um, and um, it has 8 verses of 8 lines each, like 64 lines, oh, sorry sorry sorry, 64 verses, 8 verses of, 8 sets of eight 8 verses. So it's a very, very long offering and beautifully uh, written by Srila Prabhupada. And there he said, he's appealing to his God-brothers. That means other disciples of Bhaktivedanta saraswati Thakur. He said, see, you all are great Vaishnavas, great renunciates, great satyagis, sannyasis. Because actually it was fact that Srila uh, Prabhupada, he became sannyas uh, much, much later. Many of the uh, Bhaktisiddhanta Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur's disciples were sannyasis for, you know, from the very beginning, and Prabhupada became Vaishnava. I mean, uh, sannyasi only much later in 1954. Now <coughs> he, is, uh, he is appealing to the, his sannyasi disciples, sannyasi disciples, not his sannyasi disciples. Sorry, sannyasi God brothers. So he is asking them, you have given up everything in this material world and have taken to devotional service. But now, you have given up the order of the Guru also. Yes, you are great Tyagis, but now you have become Guru Tyagi? What is this? You have given up the service of Krishna? I mean, service to the um, Guru, spiritual master? Because they have actually already disobeyed, Bhaktisiddhanta Thakur. So, he is appealing to them, please don't do this. You have given up all the material, you know, uh, opulence and have taken to Krishna's Krishna's service, and now if you uh, give up Guru, uh, Guru's instructions, then what kind of a renunciate are you? So he is appealing to them: please stop this Guru Tyaga. Uh, they have become Guru Tyagi and Guru Bhogi. So Guru Tyagi means one who uh, gives up the order of or disobeys the order of the Guru. Guru Bhogi means one who enjoys the property of the Guru. So he is saying he's appealed there in that in the poem that don't become Guru Tya again, don't become Guru Bhogi, become Guru Sevi, the servant of the Guru. Hmm. So <clears throat> that is the proper way to do things. So we have to keep the order of the Guru as our prime aim of life. And we have to pray for his mercy to how to execute the order, give intelligence how to execute the order. Then next. राधादासी राए छाड़ी भोगा है राधादासी राई छाड़ी भोगा है कीर्तन कीर्तन गौरवा राधा जाना ताहा छाड़े माना राधा नित्य जाना ताहा Tumi kise Here, ever engage yourself in the service of Shri Radha and keep aloof from the vicious snake of material sense gratification. The glory of participating in the Lord's Kirtan is not meant to bolster anyone's ambitions for personal recognition. O oh mind, why then have you abandoned the identity of being Radha's eternal servant in favor of retiring to a solitary place to practice the cheating process of so-called bhajan? So he is reiterating the same point. Consider yourself as a servant of Radharani. In fact, servant of the servant of the servant of the servant of the Radharani. It's a nice verse in the Mukundamala Stotra. This is what we should always think about. Majjan mana phalamidam madhu kaitabhāre Mat madanugraha esha eva Tvadhbhritya Britya parichāraka Britya bhritya itimāṁ smaralokanātha You see, how beautiful he said, O enemy of madhu and kaitabha, O Lord of the universe, the perfection of my life and the most cherished mercy you could show me, would be for you to consider me the servant, of the servant 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 of your servant. This is the mercy I ask from you, Krishna. This is the prayer of, prayer of King Kulasekhar. How beautiful you see. Seven times servant. So, like that, we have to. Radha Dasya Rai. Uh, of course, he is asking, you know, uh, engage yourself in the service of Sri Radha. How to engage ourselves in the service of Sri Radha Rani? Narottam Das Thakur said, Rupa Raghunath Pade hoibe Akuti, Sabe Kabe Hama Bujhabo Se Jugalapriti If I understand the books written by the Goswamis, Rupa and Raghunath and if they show me mercy, then yes, I will understand Radha and Krishna. And how to understand the books of Goswamis? We have to follow our own spiritual master Srila Prabhupada. So to become Radha Das means, Oh no, yes Prabhu, now I am Radha Dasi. Ah, please. We have to become Prabhupada Das first.
1: Hmm.
0: Prabhupada Dasanu no Das in fact. Sometimes you know some so-called ritviks, you know, they sing they are Prabhupadas, we don't care for other, we are Prabhupadas. Even that also. And they don't like to, you know, associate with other Vaishnavas who are actually also serving Prabhupada. So then um, that's why we have to serve devotees who are sincerely serving Srila Prabhupada. Uh, that is what is needed.
1: Hmm.
0: It is not to bolster anyone's ambitions it is just just pure service that's it brajavasigan <clears throat> <coughs> Pracharakadhana brajavasigan pracharakdhan pratistha bhikshu ka प्रतिष्ठा भेषों का तारा न साहेब प्राणाच्छेतारा शे है तो प्रचारा प्राणाच्छेतारा शे है तो प्रचार। प्रतिष्ठा शाहीना कृष्णा गाथा सबा Pratishtha Sahina Krishna Gata Saba Dushta Maam Tumiki The most valuable treasures among the Lord's preachers are the eternal personalities residing in Vrajadham. They never occupy themselves with begging for worthless material reputation which is cherished only by the living dead. The Vrajavasis are truly infused with life and therefore they preach in order to give life to the waking, sorry, in order to give life to the walking corpses of the mundane world. That is so true. So, this is important to see. The Vrajavasis are truly infused with life and therefore they preach in order to give life to the walking corpses of the mundane world. In fact, Śrīla Prabhupāda quoted this line so many times in his preaching. Prāṇa āchetār shehetu prachār One who has got life, he can preach. That means only a dead man cannot preach. So, <clears throat> if we have any life, if we claim to have life, then we have to preach. That means we are spiritually dead otherwise. You see? Hmm. so prana achetar shehetu prachar they never occupy themselves uh, and they give life to the walking corpses okay so here uh, what is the verse bhagavat bhaktheenasya Bhagavad bhakti hinasya jati hishastram japastapaha apranasyeva dehasya mandanam lo For a person devoid of devotional service, birth in a great family or nation, knowledge of the revealed scriptures, or even knowledge of scientific knowledge or whatever, performance of austerities and penance, and chanting of the Vedic mantras are all like ornaments on a dead body. Such ornaments simply serve the concocted pleasures of the general populace if the population of the world is qualified in so many ways like in like in the current state science and technology has is seeing its um you know best at the moment right so much science and technology going on uh, man is i mean man is at least thinking he is the most advanced now He is advanced in many ways uh, we don't deny With the facilities that can be you know um, that are there today uh, it's very advanced yes materially but Those are all decorations on a dead body. They're all walking corpses. Why? They have no devotional service. One who has devotional service actually has life in this world. Others are simply... Death is robbing them, first of all. With every second passing, they are just... Death is just taking away all their so-called accomplishments. That is one thing. And they themselves have no life. They are miserable in their lives. They're like dead people. They have nothing... uh, Good to look for. There is no lofty aim in their life, full of miseries. So they are walking corpses. And one con, you see, our own life, every one of you have become devotees. When you were before a devotee, it's not, you know, full of struggles. You don't even know who you are and they're completely lost. When come to devotional service, yes, it's like we have gotten life now, you know. So people in this world, they are chasing material sense gratification, thinking they are you know very uh, you know they will be happy. But actually, they are like walking corpses. And devotees who are actual vrajavasis, of course, the the eternal associates of the Lord. And if we at least follow the order of such eternal associates and preach by book distribution and by you know um, book distribution and also training devotees and everything preaching. So if we don't preach. Uh, then we ourselves are dead and we cannot help the walking corpses in this material world as well. So if we preach, then we give life. The preachers give life to this world. They make the life meaningful. They make the world lighted up with enlightenment of Krishna consciousness. All the songs that the Vrajavasis sing about the glories of the Lord Krishna are devoid of any tinge of desire for fame. Hmm. Not for personal fame they do these things. They just do, you know, uh, they sing the glories of the Lord, Krishna, just for the sake of glorify, glorifying the Lord. Now, last verse. Shri Dayita Dasa, Kirtanate Asa Shri Dayita Dasa, Kirtanate Asa Karao Chai Sware Hari Namarava Kara ucchai svare harinama rava Kirtanaprabhave smarana svabhave Kirtanaprabhave smarana svabhave Sekalibhajana nirjana sambhava Shake Aleva Jana near Sambhava. Thushtom to me kiss a Vaishna. Thushtom to me kiss shri bhakti saraswati actually his initiated name was shri daitadas varshbhanu daitadas actually varshbhanu daitadas so he is calling himself shri daitadas shri bhaktisadan saraswati thakur servant of radha and her beloved krishna always hopes for kirtan and he begs all to loudly sing the names of lord hari the transcendental power of congregational chanting automatically awakens remembrance of the Lord and His divine pastimes in relation to one's own eternal spiritual form. Only at that time does it become possible to go off to a solitary place and engage in the confidential worship of their Lordships. So the Kirtan, once we engage in repeatedly in Kirtan, uh, then, yes, eventually all our our eternal uh, Swarup, Swarup Siddhi, that means our eternal form in the spiritual world, whatever it is, our eternal relationship with krishna all this will be revealed but for that we have to be completely um, uh, what is that enthusiastic about kirtan sankirtan glorification of the lord congregational chanting and preaching this we have to be we have to be fully enthusiastic about the um, preaching movement sankirtan Yajna, all this that our movement is sankirtan yagya yuga dharma uh, <clears throat> so Krishna Shakti Vina Nahetar Pravartan you know, Kali Yuga Dharma Sri Harinam Sankirtan So, Kali Dharma is Harinam Sankirtan and Krishna Shakti Vina without have, being empowered by Krishna one cannot preach about Krishna. So, how do we, do, do we receive such empowerment? By strictly following the instruction of Guru. That's it. That's it. Empowerment is there already. So, in that way he is asking us to tame our mind. Always remember we should always remember not, I am not saying that I am giving you big advice here, no, it is to tame my own mind. Hmm? So here um, <clears throat> we have to tame our mind and tell the mind, you are not a Vaishnava, okay? you are not on the Nishta platform, always unstable. So uh, become a, a sincere servant of the Vaishnavas, uh, then yes, you can become Vaishnava. Uh, like that we have to all, in fact, <laughs> There is another verse in Chaitanya Saritamata. The more one advances, the more he thinks he is not a Vaishnav. The less one is advanced, the more he thinks he is a Vaishnav. He thinks he has the power to you know, spread the holy name. He has the power to bless others. He has the power to... He thinks. When one, when, when one advances in devotional service, he becomes more and more uh, humble. And he always thinks he is not at all qualified. So now, we may not be advanced, but we should always know that we are not qualified.
1: Uh,
0: Alright, so that is the end of the song. So, to, uh, next Monday, we'll take another song. Now, today is, what is the date today? Oh, today is actually, today is the 30th, right? Which is the last Monday. Actually, today is supposed to be AMAM, AM. But anyway, we have, today is the first session. So, next, only the December last Monday, we'll be doing AMAM AM session. Otherwise, every Monday is Vaishnava um, songs. This is, of course, a very long song. So, the session is also very long. But other songs will be much shorter. And uh, hopefully, we can finish earlier. I'm sorry if I have taken a lot of your time. So, let's go to any questions that are there. I think there are. Um, Vishnu Teja. Hare Krishna Prabhu Dandavat Pranam Jayashila Prabhupada From the Tittiri From the Tittiri came Tittiri Upanishad? Yes. Tittiri means uh, butterfly I think. Tittiri means what? <laughs> no, no, not butterfly. Tittiri. <coughs> Tittiri means of Tittiri. So Tittiri means Okay, let me just see here. I forgot. <laughs> um, Srimad 3, Chapter 15, Text 18, Titiri, Partridge, okay, Partridge. There must be a spiritual partridge or something like, like that, just like Sukhutai Goswami was a parrot, there might be a partridge, I don't know, I don't know how the thing came but Titiriya, Thaitiriya Upanishad is named after Titiri. Okay, we we'll go here first. next question Um, by Vishnu Teja again how should one understand why Nirjan Bhajan is looked down upon and being praised is also down sorry and being praised is also down uh, looked down upon when praise is inevitable when you are in the association of devotees yes so that's why I already said that so it's a duty of a Vaishnava to praise other Vaishnavas but it is also the duty of a Vaishnava not to get intoxicated by the, by the praise of other Vaishnavas. That comes His way. He has to always... That's why it is said, Amanina, Manadena. We should not expect respect from others. We should not hanker for respect from others. Amanina. But Manadena. We have to respect others. A Vaishnava always respects others. So, uh, that is why it is... You know, <laughs> we have to learn how to live with that. Even though others may praise... But still, we have to always know, like Prabhupada, you know. Srila Prabhupada, he always praised his disciples. But he has—they have to understand that it is only because of his mercy. Like Prabhupada is saying, you are—you all are representatives of my Guru Maharaj. That does not mean the disciple will now think, oh yes, you know what? Bhakti on the centers to help you, you know. Not this is what—he's a, <laughs> a rascal then, you know. That is the humility of the Srila Prabhupada, not that we should actually think that those words are true and yes, now I am actually sent by Bhaktisiddhanta to help you. What what do you want me to do? What help you want? This is totally not wrong attitude. So, everybody must be conscious, two-way. He has to give praise, always, genuinely, not just to show. Sometimes it so happens that devotees, they praise others only for the in 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 expectation of uh, receiving that praise back from them so that they also praise them ah yes yes then i am happy one should not praise for any ulterior motive one actually should be genuinely appreciate another vaishnavas um, advancement and his service and we have to uh, pray for the mercy of you know the vaishnavas Srila prabhupada krishna chaitanya mahaprabhu so that we can also engage in such service one day and at the same time it is not that we should do nothing and then simply pray for the mercy of Vaishnavas. No. We should try always our best, but we should always think we are the worst. <laughs> when Vaishnava is a fully advanced, he will think that he is the fully fallen. When a person is fully fallen, he thinks he is the most advanced. See the paradox of this whole thing. This is Vaishnava life, this transcendental paradox. All these are paradoxes, you know. But that is exactly and you see, even the master is a servant in the material, and the spiritual world. And servant becomes a master. Like Yashoda, she could bind Krishna. And Arjuna, being a devotee, he could tell Krishna, you know, and Krishna became his driver. And Arjuna told him, turn here, turn there, you know. And that too, he kicked Krishna. You know, you know, you, know, you can't tell when you are fighting a war on the chariot. You can't tell the chariot, okay, now turn right, now turn left, now. he has No, I mean, he cannot talk. And there's so much sound, you know, elephants are... You know, uh, trumpeting and you know, this uh, horses are has, uh, shouting, men are shouting, weapons are clashing, uh, people are dying, and they ah, oh! and all these sounds. You know, I mean, how can you hear anything? You can't hear. Then how did Arjuna ask Krishna to move here and move there? How do they do then? They do in such a way that the sarathi, who is the rider of the chariot, he is at a, he's sitting at a level where his shoulders are at the platform, are at the same or a little bit above the platform of the uh, uh, platform on which the archer is actually standing high above and the charioteer is much below and when he wants to turn right the the archer he taps on the right shoulder of the this thing with his leg with his foot and Krishna was taking all that kicking on his shoulders by Arjuna master became servant and servant became master so these are all paradoxes of the spiritual world transcendental paradox so that's why we have to, uh, in other words, answering your question, yes, praise may come our way, but we should not become bewildered by such praise. We should always, that's why when even when Srila um, Prabhupada said, if somebody you know, touches your feet or offers you praise, immediately offer the praise back to Srila Prabhupada, offer the praise to the Vaishnavas. Don't hold it with you. Transfer it, transfer it to Srila Prabhupada, transfer it to the Vaishnavas. They receive the credit. They, I mean, they deserve the credit. That's how we should not hold it. Ah, somebody says you're very, you know, very good ah, yes, thank you. Yes, I'm actually very good. Ah, finish. <laughs> I may not explicitly, you know, say that, but in my mind, in my heart, I'm thinking. So that is detrimental for our. In fact, <laughs> pride goes before fall. I mean. So <clears throat> next, And nirjan bhajan is actually the highest stage by the way but when it is imitated by a fallen that's why there's one verse in that song in this song what is that Sanatan Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught Sanatan Goswami and consider the two important points the difference between a uh, liberated soul and a conditioned soul difference between artificial renunciation and real renunciation so if we understand this properly then we will appreciate what is real Vaishnava and then we should stand on the platform where we are we should be honest with our standing in Vaishnava I mean in our spiritual standing. We should, we should not imitate. We are only cheating ourselves. And in the process, we may cheat others also and cause their destruction of interest as well and our own se- destruction of our own self-interest. So in that way, we will be committing Jiva himself.
1: Hmm.
0: Next, um, Vishnu Teja, is that also a reference to Maya Sita? Yes. the What is that? This one. Uh, Ra- Ravana and Ram. You know, the lust incarnate and love incarnate. So that mirage in the desert wasteland of Lord's illusory material potency. That's why Ravana actually took only Maya Sita. Uh, which, which eventually destroyed his whole thing, fame. Whereas real Sita was always with Ram. So the real eminence or the real uh, Pratistha is something not to be coveted. Only a person who does not covet such eminence, that means a devotee, he only will get that eminence. And a person who desires such eminence will never get it. In fact, his so-called eminence, he may even if he may get it, his eminence will be among the worldly people. The worldly people will consider him a great soul who do not understand, you know, like you know, this, this, this verse, who do not understand the importance of, you know, uh, devotional service and Krishna consciousness. They will praise him. Men who are like dogs, hogs, camels, and asses. Praise those men who never listen to the transcendental pastimes of Lord Krishna, Lord Sri Krishna, the deliverer from evils. So, the people who may praise us may be those who do not really understand the standard of devotional service. But such praise will never help us. The soul is not going to be helped by such praise. The praise will be finished and when we quit this body, we we, uh, we go to hell.
1: Hmm.
0: So, only people in the animal platform who don't understand the value of human life, who don't understand the value of devotional service, who don't understand the standard of the devotional service, they may offer praise. What is the value of such praise? Sukare Ravishtha, stool of a hog. Next, um, what is the Sanskrit word for God-brother? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Next um Saundarya Uttama Subramanyan. God brother, when I asked you who is Shikshaguru, you replied Shila Prabhupada. My Shikshaguru is his grace Shankar Prabhu who is the South Zonal Secretary. See, I did not say my Shikshaguru is Shri Prabhupada. My Shikshaguru and Diksha Guru is Śrīla Prabhupāda and I have many other Shikshagurus who are great Vaishnavas, who are following Śrīla Prabhupāda. Now, the devotee that you have mentioned, I mean with all due respect to him, if he is a disciple of some other person than Śrīla Prabhupāda, if he is claiming to be a disciple of somebody, some so-called disciple of Śrīla Prabhupāda, then that is not Shikshaguru. Prabhupāda said in one point, um, uh, a person who uh, repeats, or you know who serves his spiritual master or if he yeah this is the exact quote he said a uh, uh, so-called shikshaguru, if he instructs in a way different from his dikshaguru, guru he is not shikshaguru. he is a rascal now i'm not exactly saying that the person is a rascal or what but the principle is that we have to follow the instruction of śrila Prabhupada. so we cannot instruct something else so in Iskon, the thing that is happening in Iskon, the problem with ISKCON is they are not following Śrīla Prabhupāda's instruction. His instruction is that, now you, Saundari Mataji, you are supposed to be Śrīla Prabhupāda's disciple. Nobody else's disciple. Your guru should be Śrīla Prabhupāda. But in ISKCON, they will never take you to Śrīla Prabhupāda. They will take you to somebody else, who was never authorized by Śrīla Prabhupāda. Uh, this is the mistake in ISKCON now. Big problem. Uh, so we we are teaching this thing about Śrīla Prabhupada's real instructions on how this parampara should go on. Parampara is not just a list of names. Parampara is a, the 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 unbroken signs of devotional service as it is. That is that can be achieved with Śrīla Prabhupada's books, and we should associate with devotees who are also um, you know promoting. That same thing that Srila Prabhupada said, not something different from what he said. That is what we have to do. So Shiksha Guru means who has who is teaching exactly according to what Diksha Guru Shila Prabhupada said. That's it. He is a Shiksha Guru. Alright. But Diksha and Shiksha are equal. Yes. That doesn't mean the person who taught me how to put on Tilak is on the same level of Srila Prabhupada. The Siksha and Diksha, Diksha Guru will be equal only if the Siksha Guru repeats what the Diksha Guru says. If the Guru, so-called Siksha Guru repeats some, uh, tells something else, than what the, the, the Diksha Guru says, that is not equal. That is not equal. Sorry. So actually, the moderator maybe, you know, uh, may put the link to our Ritvik series. You know? We have done a series on the Ritvik system of initiations. On what is the difference between the ISKCON way of following and what is the actual way that Śrīla Prabhupada has established. So, you can actually go and watch all those videos, 5 videos, 3 hours each and 15 hours of content there. I cannot tell you all that in this few minutes here, but you go and watch that, you will have a very thorough understanding on the subject matter. No point arguing here on this platform. You go and watch that series, okay. Please put this thing there, you know, the, the, the link to the Ritvik series. Alright, next, question by Vishnu Teja. Did personalities like Ayatrapunya and Bishikashen do pious activities because they get to take part in the leelas of the Acharyas? Well, if I don't take advantage of the association of the Acharya, what kind of pious activity is that? You know, what kind of pious activity is that? I mean, at least they have come in contact with the pure devotee, but they could not take the order of the pure devotee. Hmm, that is a misfortune. Hmm. Saundari Mataji is saying, but Rupa Goswami says, Vacho Vegam Upadesha mhritam. Yes, Vacho Vegam means? Means what? A person who is on that level of Vacho Vegam, Manasak Krodha Vegam, jihva Vegam, Mudaro Pastha Vegam, Metan ve- ve- Veganyo Vishayetadhira, Sarvaam Upimam, Prithivyam Sashishyat. One who is on that level, that is only a pure devotee. Shla Prabhupada is on that level. Even Iskona gurus will tell you today that they are not on that level they'd say they are taking you to Prabhupada that is cheating they must be on that level of pure devotee Uttama Adhikari anyway you go and watch that series I'm not going to answer this question anymore you go and watch the series every answer is there right um, what else I think um, Eric Hedberg oh wow Eric Hedberg is saying thank you I was humbled indeed so great to be part of the sangha it was difficult to follow so long but I made it through thank you again sorry for the long session Um, but yeah you know thank you for making through and you know putting up with me I mean it is uh, something which is important I mean we should know the proper attitude we should cultivate the proper attitude Um, next I mean all glories to he has given us a song and all the Acharyas, that's why we are learning these songs, i mean, all the things are for even my own learning. It's, it's for my own learning. Sunita Sharma Mataji is saying, very nice singing. Thanks for the lovely class. I'm all girls to Srila Prabhupada. So, thank you very much for coming on. I mean, I really, really appreciate all of you for taking so much time off your schedules and attending this uh, important session thank you very much shri bhakta siddhant saraswati thakur ki jay shri ki jay ananta koti vaiṣṇava vrind ki jay neta gaur premanand hari hari bol are krishna